0: Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the 13th episode of Obscure Image Podcast with your host, Make Love, where I interview underground artists, YouTubers, gamers, really anything in between. So if you're into that sort of thing, please follow me. Check out my podcast. Uh, Today, we have a really, really dope episode. This has been probably in the works for, like, since last year of, like, July type shit, you know? Um, I met this person through Delore after I did his interview. Yeah, without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where you're from.
1: Um, Name is Kay. Kay is dead. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I'm an artist, recording artist, songwriter, hopefully producer later on in time, but right now I'm just doing what I can do. Okay. So,
0: from the outside looking in, who is Kay is dead? Like, before this interview, we had a real insightful conversation i got to get into the brain of who you are but and of course you're going to get into that later in the interview but if you could answer that with one sentence what would you say who is k is
1: dead an enigma i try i try my hardest to like be as open as i can but then if i put all my cards like you know all the way on the table then you really won't have anything to really chase and to find out about me so i like to stay as much as like in the midst of things you feel me like away but also prevalent like also around like my presence is there but the physical aspect i'm somewhere else you feel me like all over so i could best describe me as like an enigma okay really can't understand me
0: how'd you come up with your name
1: um well at first when i first started recording like officially and dropping like well like 2018 like what well, 2017 sorry Um, It was just Caesar, just straight up just Caesar. It was some stage name, just Caesar, just all the way out. But then obviously, you know, trying to find it and come across Caesar, there's a billion fucking Caesars out here, so you feel me? I had to change it up, and most of the time, like, when I'm just going through a lot of stuff, I feel as if I'm disconnected from my body, like I'm not inside of my own body, so I feel like as if I'm dead. I'm, like, somewhere else, so Kate is dead. That's how it kind of came about. Oh, wow.
0: So is your... Is your, like, government name Caesar, or? I mean, like,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, you ain't got to get too deep into it, okay. (laughs) I wanted to see where the Caesar part came from.
1: Okay. Yeah, because that's that's where K comes from, you feel me? It's like, you take that, you take the K, and then you slice it out of Caesar, and it's just K. Okay. So,
0: I was doing, like, research and shit on, you know, what is K? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where does that word... ...where that name come from and shit. And I remember mm-hmm. I texted you on Instagram, bro. I said, I found some trippy-ass shit out. Like, it was kind of spooky. So... Yeah. I'm going to read you this article of, like, the definition of, like, what K is... ...and what type of person this is. And to me, right. like, this kind of, like, really... ...kind of describes you in a sense, right? hmm So this says... People with the name K are jovial and love to talk. They are creative and try to do too many things. They must express themselves... They are very social and great uplifters. Person with the name K, having three as a personality number, are ambitious and philosophical. They are versatile and have an op- optimistic as- attitude. They are zealous and conscientious. And then it just says, it says it goes deep into like the letters like of your name, like mm-hmm. like the letter C. Persons wear their heart on their sleeve. Lucky ones, since they have a strong instinct about matters of the heart. A persons are their own person ambitious and free thinking e persons are freedom loving sensual and en- enthusiastic like i don't know when i've read that shit it kind of mm-hmm. brought me back to when i first met you and i was like what the fuck like this is like i don't know i felt like it described you would you agree with that
1: like the optimistic part hell yeah heart on the sleeve a bit a tad bit but like always like always having the energy and always just like looking forward to like moving forward and things yeah i can see that i mean that's that's it's very odd that that all makes sense but yeah like yeah, yeah nah, that does add up
0: even like the uh like being like very social and being like a good uplifter like mm-hmm. so for everybody listening if you ever get the chance to talk to this guy man it's his energy is very very intense i don't know you may be able to feel it through the interview, but when I first met him, man, even when we talked on Wednesdays, he has a very, very intense light to him, you know, very uplifting type energy, you feel me? So, I don't know, it's it's rare to really kind of meet somebody like that, you know, with just, mm. I don't know, it's, it's weird, maybe I'm getting too deep into it, but it's just kind of weird. Not I'm, I'm going to send you the link to that shit, too, after.
1: All right, bet, bet, bet.
0: So, did you go by anything before the name K is dead, other than Caesar? Was there anything else? No,
1: it was it was mainly just Caesar at first, and then I had I was like, man, I need an Instagram name too. On top of that, so when I found out like, well, this is what represents me, you know, the whole me feeling disconnected from myself sometimes, and I also fit as well. So then I stopped going by Caesar. I used to always tell people stop calling me K. At one point, like, oh, just call me Caesar, just call me Caesar. But then I was like, no, stop calling me Caesar. Start calling me K, because it started like really just like you know going off the tongue it was really something i was getting used to and i was starting to like a lot so now i just have people call me k all the time
0: okay what was your uh childhood like when were you telling me you were uh, from chicago right
1: yeah childhood was very cool didn't really have anything obscure anything bad you know i had both my parents and everything but i was really really super close to my mom like i've always been super close to my mother my mother is pretty much like everything i'm just like like really the male version of my mom if anything if that makes sense that's really what i am like that's that's how my childhood was i was really close to my mom very very close to my mom
0: how does she feel about the music you make she loves it
1: at first you know with all most parents when it comes to their kids doing something that's not like the traditional thing you feel me like getting a job job and like going to college and shit like that nah like at first she was like well is this gonna like you know benefit you in the future but then she stopped looking at it like that and saw that it was only you know making me happy my mom has me at my best interest so she saw that and was like damn fuck it If it makes you happy and you love doing it you're succeeding in it go ahead that's crazy
0: real shit you know it's it's kind of sad that a lot of you know parents or even like grandparents or whatever don't they don't view it that way you know mm-hmm
1: because it's like back when back when they were, you know what I'm saying, kids, it was a lot different for them. And the internet wasn't really as prevalent as it is now. So like to really exceed in music now or even back then, it was like, damn, it was like, you know, gusting the wind. It was like a luck shot. You feel me? You yeah. have to really, really have a talent to really get up somewhere and know the right people. It's really based off connections. But now anybody can make something, make a video, and it could go viral. It could go up just based off the fact that people find it. Yeah. So It's just all based off of that.
0: When you have kids, are you going to, like, show them the same level of support your mom showed you?
1: My son or daughter, whatever I have, is going to be in the studio with me if that's what they choose to do. Okay. Or I'm going to give them the tools to chase that dream because I feel like the best way to raise your children is, like, always believe in them. The same way how if your parents believe in you, you got to believe in you, you got to give that same support because with support, comes you know building that vision and building that vision comes the reality of it because you're going to envision it first and when you envision it first then that's when the actual after effect comes in that's when it all plays out and all comes together so yeah
0: yeah real shit now um i remember you telling me in our last conversation that when you were younger it seemed like people were trying to like outcast you in a sense because you were into different things when you were younger how did you react to that how did you respond to it
1: well, at first it was like when I changed up how my hair looked different from me having like a certain hairstyle at first, N- niggas wasn't really treating me no different. But then when they saw me start doing different things on my hair and my outfits and how I was dressing, because around that time when I was like in school for me, seventh, eighth grade, that was around the time where like rock was like heavily, like heavily prevalent even beforehand, like you feel me like 2010 2009 like around that era bro like that was when that shit was really busting like really starting to like you know like repair more into code and like the whole twilight era like kind of like what people are trying to recreate now like i was really 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 intrigued by it. i've always been really versatile with the things i listen to and the stuff that i fuck with and i feel as if those people tried to catch me out because they were too afraid to you know damn i like this too but they were too too scared about what their friends would think or the people around them would think i feel like they allowed judgment to hold them back too much. And i never really allowed judgment to hold me back from anything. So that's why I wasn't afraid. And I never stopped doing what I was doing with my hair and stopped doing what I was doing with my art and how I used to dress and everything else that expressed myself. So I really didn't care as much as what the hell people had to say. Cause you know, at the end of the day, it's on my body, it's on me. They shouldn't be worried about what's on me cause they don't have to live it. They don't have to walk around and be in my shoes. You feel me? So,
0: How often do you still like go through that now because i know i remember you telling me that you know you make music like you sing in your music but some people may mm. think that you are quiet or soft just because you sing in your music but you could get shit popping if you need to you know what i'm saying yeah so do like, you still go through I, that form of discrimination or
1: i try to tell people because the majority of niggas that know me know how i am and for anybody that's newer founding me like i'm a very you know sporadic person i'm very hyper energy but it's like, a lot of people always say like, damn, I wouldn't expect a nigga with this much energy to make that type of music. I would expect him to be like louder, make rage, you know, screaming shit. But nah, like I, I really am just like, in my, in my soul I feel very content and calm. So what I spew out when I get on this mic, it could come from a place of pain, it could come from a place of peace, it could come from a place of comfort, it come from a place of discomfort. It could come from where, however I'm feeling. But the majority of how I make, I feel like you shouldn't discriminate an artist based off of what you hear because the artist could be totally different outside of the mic. You feel me? So I feel like people shouldn't try to put label on people or just try to categorize people because you never know who you're talking to. You feel me? Like, you never know. Like, that person could really, like, be doing some real live shit. And it's just... The music is a distraction just to keep you thrown off type of shit. You feel me? Like, just to keep you away from it.
0: Yeah, real shit. That's why... uh... I don't know. I think it's cool when you see like certain artists who like they make music, but then they also like they do vlogs or TikTok because it kind of gives you more into who they are. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people aren't yeah. who
1: they are in their music. You feel me? So. Nah, word. It's all a facade for some certain people. Like they they'll fake try to act like they care about a certain situation or act like they're about a certain situation, but then when reality hits them, they're not about any of it. It's just all for a character. And I feel like to really connect with the people that listen to your music, you shouldn't try to portray a person that you're not. Because then they're idolizing the wrong type of person. It's the wrong influence. You yeah. feel me? So I don't really I don't really support that. How do you start making Be you? Be you. Um, for me? Uh I've always sung. I've always been a singer. I've always been singing all my life. Ever since I was a little ass kid. And um I started taking it more serious when I was doing talent shows growing up and shit. And when I was doing talent shows growing up and shit, um feel me like people were the reactions from people were like damn like you really got something you got something so that pushed me even more and then around in high school you know i was recording a little bit of demos and samples shit, but nothing really serious and then um 2017 when i finally like you know recorded something and made a song and i posted it out back on the old producer i used to associate myself with on his soundcloud you know i was really excited it really did a lot at the time being in my standards of what a lot was, you know what I'm saying? Which is obviously not as much as what I get now, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting feeling, but then I took like a tad bit of a break from it to really find my sound and find what I could do. Cause at first, like I always wanted to do singing shit, but then when like, when the whole scream shit happened, I wanted to do some of that and like rap a little bit, but then I went back to what I knew most and what I know most is like, you know, melodies and singing. So then that's when I started, um, you know, 2019 going crazier and putting out my own type of stuff
0: hmm so you said you've been singing since you were a kid do you know how that started was that the type of music being played in your house or
1: a lot of music like from my mother again like you feel me like my mom put me onto everything like playing from like the Bee Gees from playing like um maxwell from playing like stevie wonder to playing michael jackson to playing like all the oldies you feel me like a lot of the oldies like earth Wind and fire like i just always been around music tracy chapman wham a lot of those people like a lot of big inspirations to me and i've always heard them so like the way that i die, you know digested music was like through just hearing it so much and then hearing it so much it's like damn let me try this and then the way when i tried it it came out good so i was like damn i gotta keep doing this you feel me like it started making me excited like wow i could kind of be just like these people and then that's what kind of led to the dream becoming what it was. I was also heavily into like NSYNC growing up too, NSYNC, uh, Michael Jackson, you feel me? Like a lot of, a lot of, being the the main one in front, like the pop star, you feel me? Like being the main one, the icon type of thing. That type of mentality I had for a very long time.
0: So do you think if you would have never started singing, do you think you'd still be doing music or?
1: Um... I'd probably be trying to do something else. I'd probably be like, if I if I couldn't sing, I'd probably try something else. Probably be like make beats and like play guitar or do art, like drawing and stuff. I was also heavy in the drawing as well too, like heavy in the drawing too.
0: Okay, what type of drawings would you do?
1: Um, I was really into abstract drawings and like drawing things that don't really make sense or drawing things that had people thinking, had them like you know try to figure it out what it was that like, oh, what am I looking at? What am I viewing? What am I seeing? And that was pretty much a lot of stuff like I used to like drawing coming up.
0: Okay. Like when you said that it kind of reminded me of uh damn what's that guy's I think his name is Basquiat. He would, yeah, draw, Basquiat. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he yeah, would draw yeah he would draw like yeah. a
0: lot of obscure art like abstract, make you trying to think about it, you know?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um make your brain really like try to digest what you're looking at.
0: Yeah. And uh again for everybody listening, one of the reasons why k wanted to do this interview is because he said that uh i was basically able to point out his energy when we first met so if i would have never pointed that out would you have did the interview
1: probably i feel like i would have done it but like i wouldn't have been as as intimate in it like you know what i'm saying as wanting to do it i'd probably just be like yeah whatever it's cool but then you you saw something in me that made me intrigued, and I was like, yeah, nah, like, bro, really see something in me, so now I was like, fuck it, nah, I gotta tap in, like, because he actually understands to an extent without even having to say anything. He understood just based off of what he picked up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that shit. It's crazy, because in a Delore interview before that, he wanted you to be in the interview, and I told bro, I was mm-hmm. like, nah, like, I like my interviews to be one-on-one type shit, you know what I'm saying? And then after yeah. the interview was done, he said, well, can I introduce you to my bro? And I was like, fuck it, I'll meet him. And then I met you, and I was just like, whoa, like, you know, this kid's energy is crazy, man. Like, it's really intense. My word. That's my brother, too. Shout out Delore. So this being, like, the 13th interview, like, what what does the number 13 mean to you and Delore?
1: 13, uh, I don't know. Like, it's a lot. Like, for him, Mm -hmm. 13, you feel me? The day that this man was born. It's just, it's just his number, like it's just it's what makes him him. That's there wouldn't be no, you feel me? There would be no Delore if it wasn't for Thirteen. I feel like I feel like that's really him. I feel like if any time if like uh, a label or somebody tried to have him rebrand, I feel like he would deny me like, nah, like I can't, like I just can't, like that's that's not him. Mm-hmm. There's there's no Dolores without Thirteen. There's no you feel me? Because that means like Thirteen pain, feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't really feel as if it would be much to it without that and 13 what it really means to me is like I, I people try to look at it as like a cursed number but i don't look at 13 as a curse number i look at it as a number of rebirth i feel like it's a number of chance to have another chance at something to, to either have another chance or take a chance in something that's what 13 like means to me is to try again to keep going until you get it so like that's what that's what 13 like means to me in my in my perspective
0: how did you come about feeling like that towards the number thirteen?
1: Um, just seeing all the evil behind it that people try to put in it, like with Jason and shit, Friday the Thirteenth, like trying to make oh, yeah. it always something negative, or, or just looking at looking at superstitions as always something bad, like black cats and all types of crazy shit. When whole time, a lot of people just like to revert and make stuff that's not negative or negative, just so they can have an outlook and have other people look at them when it when it comes down to I don't really believe in all that. I don't feel like black cats mean something bad. I don't feel like crows or ravens mean something bad. It's so always the same thing. I don't think 13 is something bad. Because if it was something bad, you know what I'm saying? Anything along with it would be bad, meaning him, and he's not a bad person.
0: And so. do you think you meeting Delore kind of just, like when you met him and start making music with him and start becoming close with him, do you think the number 13 just kind of Kind of just got put on you, kind of.
1: It, it became it became a part of my life. Yeah, like, I yeah. me? the same way how he knows number eight. Number eight is one of my favorite numbers. Got that shit tatted on my hand and everything. Like, really? That just yeah, like that's just he understands. Like, even when we were in the museum back in New York, bro, and he's like, hey, that, that's your, like a favorite number right there. He looked at a whole painting. It was like a big ass eight, and I was like, yeah. Mind you, I was feeling a little sick because you know I ain't really eat. So I was like, damn, I was happy, but it was like, damn, like, fuck, that's cool, though. You feel me? So it's the same way how, like, 13 means a lot to me, I would assume, like, you know, the number eight would mean some, something to him to some certain extent. But mm-hmm. even if not, it still means a lot to me as well, like, eight and 13, for me, like, that's just how it is.
0: So what makes you, because my favorite number has to be probably 23, probably either 23 mm-hmm. or nine. But what what made you like the number eight? What about the number eight?
1: It's it comes from somebody. I don't really want to get into all okay. that. Like it's a super serious, but it just comes from somebody that meant a lot to me.
0: Okay. We I gotta get we gotta get into that. It's just crazy how like this interview came. I I just keep tripping off how this interview came about, bro. Like this shit. Again, it's just been in the works for a super fucking long time. Like exactly, I think. 31 weeks, bro? Seven months? Hell yeah. It's been a grip. This shit is a long fucking time. Has anybody ever told you that your energy was like too intense?
1: That they couldn't Um, be around you? My, my, one of my homeboys from school used to like kind of envy me in a way because he kind of saw how like people would just gravitate to me with me without me really doing anything or really saying anything or really like Put much effort because it was just all natural. You feel me? Like how I act is natural. Nothing about me is like fabricated. I don't have to like sit there in front of a fucking mirror and pretend or like study myself. Like I already know how I am as a person. You feel me? And bro, it's just like I don't know. Like uh, I feel like I'm just competing with a ghost right now. And I was like, bro, we're homies. Like why do you feel you have to compete with me? There should be no reason to compete with me. Like I got love for you, bro. Like there should be no reason why we're going back and forth about any of this shit.
0: So, did that person tell you that your energy was too so intense? Like,
1: Like he didn't really, like, point it out, but he was just like, I don't know, I just can't be around you, bro. It just feels like, feels like I'm competing. And I'm just like, it just really it weirded me out. Oh, wow. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? I was like, I'm not even competing with you, you're one of my bros. Like, if you view me as, as like, you know, an enemy, then you were never really my friend in the beginning.
0: Yeah. What the hell?
1: Shit was weird.
0: And it's crazy. I feel like, like, of course, like, friendly competition is cool. Like, we both want each other to be better than, you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. is cool, but, like, just straight up viewing me as, like, a competitor, that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of strange.
1: That's the type of people that get your ass up out the way.
0: hmm Yeah. What is, uh, because I remember you telling me that you, like, basically work out every day almost. What's your workout routine mm-hmm. like?
1: Um, mainly, like, upper body And I usually, you know, go for legs when I go and, like, you know, walks and shit or just, like, you know, hit the tread every now and then. But, like, mainly just upper body work, a lot of calisthenic work now, especially just to, you know, work on my my core.
0: Okay. How did you get into, like, wanting to, like, better yourself physically and mentally? How did you get into wanting to do that?
1: Um... I don't know. Like, I just felt like one day I just wanted to improve myself more and I was already, you know what I'm saying, getting my mind right. So why not? You can't really get the mind only. You have to get the body right, too, so it can all function all well together. So I started working on myself a lot more back in like 2019 with the working out and everything else and then my mental health and like ever since then I've just been better.
0: Okay. Do you have any advice for anybody who wants to like get in shape type shit?
1: Hey, listen, if you want to start working the fuck out, don't rely on a personal trainer in the beginning. Don't rely on anybody else. Working out is all a mental discipline thing. You have to want it for yourself and to keep yourself going. It's not just going to happen to abs. You're not going to wake up with a whole fucking thing of abs and some big-ass arms (laughs) and looking like John Cena on some shit without that work. You have to have that mental discipline to keep going with it because there will be days where you won't be feeling like getting up out of bed and doing it, but you have to persevere through that. And once you push through that, Oh, I don't want to do it. Your body's gonna be like, all right, bet. fuck that. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just keep going anyway. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just keep working on my body. I'm gonna just keep working on myself. I'm gonna just keep going ahead, regardless of how I'm feeling, because that's how you get that mental discipline. And once you break through it, can't nothing stop you after that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once you break through it, it becomes a habit, really. And that's exactly what anything becomes a routine. Yeah. So what's like your what's your diet like? Are you do you eat meat? Are you vegetarian or?
1: Uh, mainly like chicken uh i haven't really had a lot of steak recently so i've been eating chicken and greens um i don't really drink milk like that you know i drink like you know juice like cranberry juice you know like you know good shit that's meant for your body and stuff like that stuff you know i'm saying
0: okay for everybody listening i want y'all to try uh it's like a superfood that shit i think it's called dates those mm-hmm. are fucking
1: amazing, bro. Oh, my God. That no, shit. I ain't never heard nothing Like, that sound crazy, too. I ain't gonna lie. It's
0: called dates. And if you get them, you got to get the ones with the fucking seeds in it. You know what I'm saying? All natural. You feel what I'm saying? But you can only mm-hmm. eat a couple. Like, you ain't... I remember when I first got them, I started going ham, bro. I was eating a whole bunch. You're supposed to eat, like, maybe three a day type shit. Cause they're super sweet. But... Hell, yeah. Um, that shit's fire. So, I remember you were also telling me that uh, one of the purposes of you making music is to like really help people with like any type of sadness that they may be going through so yeah i said it to ask like what's what's one thing that helps you with your mental health besides like making music and working out um
1: i just i i take a lot of time for yourself i feel like a lot of people that struggle with mental illness and like mental you know discretions and struggles don't have enough time for themselves because they're too busy trying to please others are too busy trying to satisfy others from whatever their needs might be and if you don't have enough time to satisfy yourself then you're gonna go crazy you're not gonna have enough time to heal just like a recovery day when you work out if you work out too much and you don't have enough recovery enough time off from you know using your body your body's gonna get tired your body's gonna grow weak and it's not gonna be able to you know process the same way how it was when it has strength so i feel like you take time to yourself to build back up your strength, take, take time to yourself to really work on you, work on that mental, work on that barrier. Shit can't really fuck with you after that. So I feel like t- I take a lot of time to myself. I-, I had a lot of time to myself. Also growing up an only child, I had a lot of time to myself. It's kind of like one of those things where you just grow up with it. You feel me? Like some people are just born with high will or some people have high will, but don't know how to control it and utilize it properly. So I feel like just taking a lot of time to myself really, for real. It's
0: funny that you mentioned, like, the only child thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they view it as, like, oh, damn, you were an only child. You probably got whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. Like, for like... me, growing up as an only child, bro, I was, like, it was cool. Like, I got it. What I I got a lot of the stuff I wanted, I got, you know, and I had what I needed. But it was kind of, you know, really lonely not having any, like, siblings, you know?
1: Nah, worry, word, And that's, that's another thing, too. Like, that's why I'm so capable of, like, just disconnecting so easily because it was always me. Like... It was always me. Yeah, it would be enjoyable to have somebody around, have people around, but, like, I like my own space after a while. Like, mm-hmm. I could be around my homies for a good minute, but then there would be a time where my body would just start, like, feeling away, and you know? I'd be like, what's wrong with me? But then it's mainly really just because I need some time to myself. I need time to recuperate. I need time to bounce back into me, bounce back into K, bounce back into my own world type of thing. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. I never... It's crazy. I was... I don't know, cause I remember you were saying that like, um, people can be similar, but they're always gonna be different. Like how you mm-hmm. and Delore may have similarities, but you guys are still different. Like, yeah, like growing... oh, me a on. lot
1: of my bros, you feel me? Like we we got a lot of similarities, but we're all different. We all gonna have different alternatives to handling certain things. At the end of the day, like, yeah, you might see like similar traits that niggas can point out. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we still are all different people. It's not like we just going to sit there and just, you know, ride each other about all types of other shit. Nah, no, yeah. we're going to have our differences. We're going to disagree. You feel I
0: mean? Yeah, I said that. That's, uh... what,
1: that's what makes life life. You feel I me? Mean? Like, not everybody's supposed to disagree with each other. That doesn't make anything real. If everybody just got along and agree with each other on everything, then there would be no indifference in anything. There would be no difference in anything. Everybody would just be like robots.
0: Yeah, I said that because, uh, again, you said that Growing up as an only child, you know, you would... Basically, basically being alone wasn't a deal-breaker for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hated being yeah. alone, bro. Like, I always wanted to be around people. Like, even when I would be around people, I felt like I didn't have to recharge, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. now that I get older, I kind of like that alone time. But growing up as a kid, I hated that shit, bro. I always wanted to be around people. Like, it was really lonely, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why... I, for everybody listening, just cause somebody's an only child don't mean they're gonna have the same experience as another only
1: child, you know? That shit word. Yeah, definitely not. That shit is completely different. Yeah. My homies that's the only childs too, like that grew up the same as me but had different types of alternatives. Some some of that shit wasn't pleasant, bro. Yeah.
0: I remember uh you telling me that uh and again everything that like a lot of this stuff that I'm going to bring up, is a lot of, the, from our previous conversation that we had, you know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, I remember, one of the things that you told me is that, when you were younger, you kind of, lacked, like, the self-love type of thing, like you really didn't, Oh, yeah. love yourself to, to a certain extent. Why, oh, yeah. why do you think you felt that way?
1: I don't know, like, I always wanted to be, like, I always wanted to be able to just change like how I view shit sometimes, but then I I always want to rush it. I never really want to work towards it. And then, so I just was fed up. Like I was fed up with, I said, fuck it. If I can't have it now, then there's no point in even trying to chase it later. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I put myself in a stillborn mode where I was just like, man, fuck it. Wouldn't even look at myself. Wouldn't even like really try to, you know, acknowledge myself if that. And, I feel like that's like some of the darkest times of my life, but you know, through all of that, look what I what came out to be. Now, now I'm happy with myself. Now I'm content with myself. I love me. I have no reason to dislike myself at all in any type of shape, way or form because I earned my mental, my mental strength. I earned my will. I earned everything that I've gotten like all throughout everything. And then I have accolades to look back at and be like, damn, I really got this far. I really came this far. Like, I'm my own hero, if that makes sense. As everybody should be their own hero. You should all value yourselves like as if you're the most iconic person to ever walk, because this is your story. You feel me? And that's what I lacked—lacked looking at myself as the, you know, the main character for a little while in my life. Not saying it was always like that, but when I was a little younger, like teenage years, I was like, damn, like, feel me? No matter how many people tell me, oh, you look good or you like this, if I didn't feel it, I didn't care. Feel me? So. But always look at yourself as you're the main character. Even you could be caring and support others, but always don't count yourself out. Never count yourself out of anything. Always know that you can always be that one, the one to change everything around, especially if you put your mind to it. Nothing can stop you from doing what you want to do in this life, bro. Yeah,
0: that's, that's beautiful, man. Because I think the scariest part about like not loving yourself is, like at least from my experience, when if you don't love yourself, it's harder to kind of show love to others and like also like mm-hmm. um, just not loving yourself you may put yourself in like fucked up situations and you may you know by default put other people in those situations too you know like uh, I don't know it's really uh, it's kind of fucked up because I didn't view it that way when I was in that moment but then looking back on it I was like damn like I put people in these situations because I truly I didn't even care about myself bro so I was like if I don't care mm-hmm. about myself I'm gonna care about somebody else exactly the mind is scary bro. that's
1: that's that's the biggest thing bro like if you don't love you you can't love anybody else bro that's why i always advise people before you get into any type of serious relationship or getting serious with anybody make sure you love yourself before anything because if you can't love yourself you won't be able to love anybody else the right way it's going to be half-assed because you're going to be sitting here trying to play a game of catch-up trying to love you and trying to love this person at the same time and it's not going to work yeah that shit
0: Ah, oh, man, the brain is super fucking powerful, man, like, and I feel like a lot of, like, mental health issues, of course, not the ones that start off with something traumatic happening to somebody, but a lot of, like, the other shit is, like, it get, it can start off with super small shit, bro, like, that people don't even notice, like, basically somebody waking up and not being stoked for the day type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, something as mm-hmm. simple as that, like, not being ready for the day, like, literally not wanting to live that day. It's, like, it's... yeah. I don't know, I think that uh, there needs to be more research into why people feel that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, it's it's a real... The brain is beautiful, but it's really fucked up, too. Like, it can lead you to really fucked up dark places. It'll play with
1: you. Yeah. It'll play with you if you don't know how to work your shit. Gotta be careful.
0: I remember, um... Or, like, even, like, shit, bro, I'll keep going back, but, like... I remember we had a conversation about this, how you said, like, um. how some people w- may want to, like, sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just want to sleep. They don't even want to live their life, bro. They just want to sleep. And when you said mm-hmm. that, it kind of clicked. I was like, damn. Like, I remember I used to kind of feel that way, too, type shit. Like, I remember I told my mom, like, uh, I wish I could just dream all day, just be in a dream world. You know what I'm saying? And she really yeah, sat yeah. me down. She was like, are you okay? Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, are you good? Like, we really had a conversation about this shit, and I don't know. They just, I don't know. The the dream. I don't know. The brain is very, like you said, if you can't control it, it'll fuck you up. You know what I'm saying?
1: Nah, word, bro. That's why if you don't have the strongest amount of will, at least have a decent amount. You know I me mean?
0: do you have any? To some extent. Do you have any advice for anybody that's going through something like that right now?
1: Um, sleeping. And trying to just wither the days away as if the days don't matter, and like hoping that time can stop at one point—it's not gonna get you anywhere. I feel like if you just face your stress in the face and find other ways to distract yourself from what's bothering you to that certain extent, that you can move forward and not get rid of it, because none of that shit's ever gonna go away. For I'm gonna be honest with you, but suppressing it and holding it down and placing goals in front of it so you can be distracted from it—that'll help you out a lot more. Because sleeping is just not gonna help. In it. When you wake up, you got to go face back to reality. But when you are facing reality and you're doing something in place of what you're feeling, that shit isn't going to take its hold on you entirely. You're going to be able to move away from it in time, though. And mind you, it's not going to come within overnight or within the next few weeks. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time.
0: So besides, like, um, I don't even know if I already asked this, but besides you making music, like, what do you think? What else do you do that makes you happy? Because I remember you telling me you would uh, be reading your manga. What was it Zetman or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that really helped the nigga out. Like for the past few days, because I just been really disconnecting myself and really sticking to myself and focusing on like what I can do to to make this this legacy really prominent and make it happen. And reading manga, it really takes me to like a different level of like my own knowledge because I can like you know try to predict what's going to happen next or envision on what's going to happen next and try to see what's going to happen next and then when i do find out that it's right you know i really test my brains like wow like i'm really 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 smart you Feel me not cheating looking at the wiki trying to see what happened no 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 just reading <laughs> it and anticipating what's going to happen next because sometimes when i read manga i don't be one of the main characters die or whoever's gonna you know find out anybody's about to die i'll look at that wiki see the the the, the life status and if it says alive or dead man i'll be hella sad but hey, at least you know <laughs> type hmm. shit so do you do you watch anime too or you just read manga? Shit, bro. I'm going to tell y'all something too. Once you start getting in that, mo- that manga rabbit hole, bro, watching anime is going to be so obsolete to a nigga, bro. You're not going to watch that shit no more.
0: So you don't watch anime? Nah. Damn. Did you did you ever watch anime as a kid?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I read all of Naruto, watched all of Naruto for me. Death Note, same shit. But like... It's just certain things, like manga is just only going to take you, anime is only going to take you so far. Manga is going to pull you into a whole universe, you feel me, like a lot more because then you're creating the the soundtracks in the back. You're creating the you know, the songs that's happening when the per- motherfuckers is walking around and all types of shit. You're creating all the scenery with your brain. Thus, to watching a show where it already has all that stuff involved, nah, but you're creating it with your mind.
0: Him, do you have a Damn, I'm a big anime guy. I'm going to have to get into manga. Do you have like a top five manga or no? Uh,
1: like there's five of them I could just give you right now.
0: Yeah, like your personal favorites.
1: I'm a gatekeeper gatekeep a few of them, but look, I'm oh, going to give you like Oh, God. Right? <laughs> Kagan Asura is a W fucking manga. Um, let me see. Gantz, most definitely. Gantz is heavy. Gantz is hard as fuck. Um,. Let me see. Gantz. Claymore, Claymore is really good too. If people haven't checked out Claymore, Dead Tube is really good. And let's see, let's see. I'm just giving you five. You for me the rest of them. I gotta, I gotta save. I gotta hold it down. Oh God. Um, Innocent, Innocent is really good too. The artwork of Innocent is amazing. That shit looks so goddamn real, bro. That shit. It's a different type of art style. It's very it's very fire. Fuck with innocent heavy. Okay, and none of these have an anime yet. Nah. Do you? Which
0: one do you th- think may get? Gans has finished? an
1: anime. Gans has an anime. Uh, Kagan has an anime it's on Netflix, but it's like that three D CGI shit. So it's like I'm not really a huge fan of that. But um, yeah. Oh, and vagabond, vagabond, berserk. You know the typical ones that most people know about, but. And as you heard earlier, Zetman, Zetman 2 I I don't know if these have. I know Gontz has a movie and has an anime, but the anime only goes up into the first arc, and then it doesn't conclude. And then Kagan, like I said, Kagan has his own shit. Uh, Innocent doesn't have one. Dead Two doesn't have one. It's too violent. It's way too violent. I don't even think, I don't know how the niggas will even put that into something, for real. Damn. Well, I've got a lot of censors, censorship and shit. Will it just be niggas like getting blown up or something? Like I can't even get into all that, bro. It's just fucked up. That too is just really fucked up, bro. That's all I'm gonna tell you. It's just I I say you can read it because it's really interesting, but like aside from all the fuck shit, it's kind of fucked up. Oh god. It's too gory. So it's just yeah.
0: gore. Is it, that's it? That's what the only fucked up. Thing?
1: It's a, it's a little it's a, it's a lot of everything. It's a lot of uh, what's the word? Not safe for work. <laughs> oh my god, bro! It's crazy, bro. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> Alright. And you said you gatekeeping some, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so after this, you on you gonna tell me when we ain't recording?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna put you on. I'll put you on. If you really go- if you're gonna read them, yes, I'll put you on. If you're not, you know what I'm saying? Gotta keep that, gotta keep it locked. Gotta keep it locked <laughs> in. So I mean, to gotta, gotta stay true to, to the to the manga cut I made, even though the nigga don't know me. But still, I'm still locked in with bro. Like <laughs> through some type of way. <laughs>
0: But, uh, shit, I was gonna ask you fucking top five anime, but you say you don't watch anime. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I could give you that, too, because, like I said, there's a point in time where I watched. You me? Okay. Um, let's see. Elfin Laid, Elfin Lied, or Elf whatever the fuck. Um, I like Death Note. My number, that's my number one all the time. Oh, yeah, that's hard. For real, for real. That shit, that shit is something. Light, that's my main, low, light, that's my nigga. Light, y'all give me, that's my nigga. Um, naruto of course can't forget that uh what's another one i like what's another one i like what's another one i like i gotta get two more i'm really trying to think because i gotta get these last two something um fuck what i used to watch a lot damn i'm trying to think (laughs) that's so crazy that's how long That's how you know i haven't really watched no like anime in a minute um what's it called I like I like Jujutsu Kaisen a lot. Okay. I fuck with Jujutsu Kaisen a lot. I watched a few episodes of that. I fuck with that a lot. Oh, and the Junji Ito um, saga that he did for the animated shit. That shit was fire, too. I fuck with that heavy. That was hella cool. Okay. my
0: well, I don't know. My top five. Because I have a top five, but then I have like... Like my yeah, top give me five... give
1: me your top five. Give me your top. Let me hear what you. Let me hear what you got.
0: All right. So, but my top five. That's my personal favorite. You know what I'm saying. I have a top three, like of best anime of all time. But my top five is like a lot of people ain't gonna agree with it. It's just my personal favorite. You feel what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. of this shit, people may not even view as an anime. Like number one on there is Yu Gi Oh. Man, I grew up watching that yeah. shit.
1: Yo, yeah, me too. I see. That's what I think I didn't even think about fucking Yu Gi Oh, bro. Damn, that's crazy.
0: Yu Gi Oh, Death Note. Uh, mm-hmm. I really fuck with Parasite. Have you, have you seen Parasite?
1: Parasite is heavy, too. I fuck with Parasite, as well. Parasite is amazing.
0: Uh, fuck. Cells at Work, that's like a anime that takes place, like, in the body type shit. Like, all oh, the Oh,
1: nigga, I could have said Parasite, too, but that was my shit, as well, bro. Damn, you really, you really, you really reminded me a lot about a lot of stuff.
0: The only thing I didn't like about Parasite, though, that shit, that's
1: kind of sad, man. Like, it's, I don't oh, know. Oh, shit, that shit made a nigga cry. and go oh, man.
0: And then, uh... There's some shit called a Jin Human, That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I really fuck with that.
1: Yeah, I seen that. I seen that.
0: And, uh... I ain't even gonna lie. I really fuck with Beastars, man. That shit... It, it's like a different type of vibe. Like, I don't know. That shit's mm-hmm. cool. It's
1: different. Yeah, it looked different.
0: But top three best anime of all time? Probably... Naruto, obviously, is up there. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to put Dragon Ball Z up there, so... I, uh... I think Death Note has potential. I think that's low key up there, and I really fuck with uh, Seven Deadly Sins too. That that's a really really good anime. I really
1: want to get into Seven Deadly Sins, bro. Real shit. It's good. I still have time.
0: Some people say, may say it's like a rip off of fairy tale, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I think it's people different.
1: hate fairy tales, so it's weird. I don't know. People give me mixed signals with that fairy tale shit. Niggas be hating on fairy. They be like that shit ass.
0: Yeah, Seven Deadly Sins is cool. It's just it's kind of weird though. Like I don't know. It's. The main character, he's kind of fucking weird. Like, <laughs> if you could get past, like, all, like, the weird, like, weird sexual shit, like, then it's a good anime. But if that's a deal breaker, oh, yeah. then that shit's probably trash for you, you know? It's still kind of weird. Like, some shit I'd be skipping. Like, I don't know. this is a little fucking weird vibe. Like, sometimes you want to see somebody get their ass whooped. And this nigga doing some weird shit. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they are just making it, like, super hypersexual, like, on some other shit.
0: Man. Yeah. But I remember we were talking about how, like, uh... You're big into, like, manifesting and stuff like that. How did you How you oh, get yeah. into that?
1: Um, Just mainly just doing a lot of, like, you know, research. Not, like, a hella research, but, like, having like, a lot of friends that used to talk to me about it a lot, tell me about my energy. And, like, I don't know. Like, that just really became it. Like, a lot of stuff I didn't really, like, look into. Like, people really just put me on. You feel me? Like, put me on through, like, a lot. Like, put me on through, like, a lot of just, like, enlightening me on a lot of things. Like, I had a lot of friends throughout my life show me a lot of things. Like, point my eyes in the right direction. I like a lot about, like, a lot about our spiritual shit. And so, that's really how I got into it. For sure, for sure. Okay.
0: So, have you ever, like, manifested something and that shit happened exactly how you manifested it?
1: Um, I'd say about a good 85% but not really 90 99 you know 100 not yet at least
0: Yeah, that's that's fucking scary like word for word bar for bar type shit i look it yeah, scary like
1: that would kind of freak me out a little bit i mean i can kind of like to also sense when someone's going to say certain things like cuz i just know my friends so well or know the person to a certain extent kind of like a script mm-hmm.
0: what are what are some of the ways that you manifest like, if you don't want to get into it, we don't have to. But, like, what are some of the methods that you use? Because there's a lot of methods. Do you just speak it into existence, or do you... I
1: just speak it, or I think it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'll think it, like, especially... Because I, I manifest only, like, positive shit. Because if you start manifesting bad shit, bro, that's a bad way to, to get that bad energy back to Yeah, exactly. You. Like, yep. something that's going to hurt somebody or something like that, you just got to keep thinking about yourself. Manifest positive shit for yourself.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. what you push out into the world, it can come right back to you. So that's why... Make sure everything you manifest is positive. Or if you want to manifest bad shit, be ready for those consequences that come with that shit. Yeah, real talk.
0: And it, it could even be something as simple as like going outside and just having a frown on your face type shit. You're going to attract that energy mm-hmm. when you're going outside. Like now, like I really just be walking outside. I be trying to smile and shit. And the more I did that, people be like, oh, hello, how you doing? Like you get that energy right. back type shit, you feel me? But if you if walk you carry around...
1: that, I don't give a fuck type of mood, bruh and you want to be like a badass and have people involved with you, niggas not going to do all that. They're going to be like, oh, he weird. Oh, he, 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 he an ego. He got an ego or some weird shit. Like, I don't want to be around that. Fuck that.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember uh, we were talking about like how you protect your energy and how basically mm-hmm. you kind of refrain from going live. Because, you know, when you put, you were telling me how you put that energy out there, you try to like, you want to retain it as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I say that to ask, do you, this may be a weird fucking question, but I feel like it's in the same realm of, like, protecting your energy. Do you practice, like, semen retention or, would well, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, like, just not, like, just not, like, masturbating pretty much, like, like that.
0: Or just not having sex in general.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, mainly because I be working out, so I also be doing that too, mm-hmm. you feel know I mean? And... You know, i really be keeping to myself, you feel me? Like, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't really going to get into all that, but I just be <laughs> I just yeah. be chilling. KB doing K. KB just chilling. Yeah. That's like a, I don't know, I feel like
0: the more I started practicing that, the more it's like, I don't know, you feel, you feel energetic type shit. Like, you feel, I don't know, I don't know if it's a placebo effect, I don't fucking know, but you do feel like more like you could accomplish anything type shit. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like that. Mm. I feel like so that's also a way of protecting your energy as well. And if you're a girl, you could do yeah. that shit too. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could do it. You feel me?
1: It's it's for everybody. Feel me? Not yeah. just anyone. You know, it's always. So,
0: we were talking about. Uh, matter of fact, there's something that I actually want to send you, and I I want you to, I want you to react to this. I want you to tell me what the fuck was going on in this video. Can you do that for me? All right, man. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Let me find it. I'm gonna send it through uh, through Instagram. all right? <laughs> this shit making me mad, bro. Cause my phone. Right, I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. So what the fuck was happening in that video, bro? What What was that?
1: Like, bro, where you like to my that nigga? They're dangerous. They bite hey, hey, people. My what nigga Connor will bite you, dude. Who the fuck is Connor? My white homeboy, dog. Dog. What? We was <laughs> just on bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. Me and Delore just always this one, that's why I love this nigga so much, but we just got this playful energy, like, and we just bounce off of it. It's not like niggas have to say anything or do anything. Like, we just kind of gravitate off of each other's energy, like on some cool ass improv shit. You feel me? Like it's our like niggas will think it's scripted, but it's not. We just we just know how to bounce off of it. You feel me? Like, I I just I love it. I'll shout out Willie too and cocaine. Those are the homies Like, we just all when we all together, especially when we were in Maryland, bro, we just everything. That was an interesting night too. That's when I got my face set.
0: Okay, so... And a butterfly on my neck. Did that shit hurt? You got
1: them both in the, on the fuck? same night? I got my neck tatted first and then a face tat afterwards. Yeah, tattoos don't hurt me, bro. I love tattooing pain. That shit that shit feel good. Ah, I mean.
0: Are you capping or are you being dead ass?
1: I got three neck tats, bro. You got... Bro, I'm telling you, one of these days you can ask the Lord, nigga, I, almost, I fell asleep on that damn table. Like, I was I was so calm. Uh, that shit don't hurt, bro. I like tattoo Pain. I got, I got thirteen of these bitches.
0: Damn. All right, so in that video, I want to know, like, who the fuck is Connor? Who is that? Was that a random name, <laughs> bro?
1: It's just a random ass name that niggas just use. You know, you are doing like the little, little skater voice, little the suburban <laughs> nigga voice, like, yeah, bro, come on, Connor, yeah, like that's it. That's just what niggas. That's just what I be saying for a whole time, like I be doing that shit.
0: The <laughs> lore was like, who the fuck is Connor? Yo, that shit. I'm gonna play that video so everybody can fucking hear it. That shit was funny as fuck. All right, so uh, I thought that was funny. I wanted to send that to you. You said that was on. Was that like after your tour was, or the beginning? That
1: was that was that was like what was it? Brooklyn? No, Albany, Brooklyn, Mar New Jersey. But that shit got canceled. Then Maryland. So that was that was like basically the third trip. Fourth, but third trip because you know we didn't end up. Jersey was was a was a miss. So oh,
0: what do you what do you mean it was a miss? You guys didn't get to go.
1: Like we didn't get the venue. So oh, wow. they was on some bullshit with the venue. And shout out Poof. That's uh, shout out shout out little Poof, bro. That's my dog. Made all that shit happen. I'm so thankful for him that made that shit happen. Real shit. Okay, shout out okay. Six State family. Okay. But we
0: were talking about how. um before i had sent that uh, video we were talking about basically like protecting your energy and i remember you also telling mm-hmm. me that uh basically like you got to watch what you say or watch what you listen to because like words can be spells type shit. Words the
1: spells bro words and the shit that you think about is what you could conjure for me that's why it's best to just dis- like recently i've just been disconnecting myself from negative people and i've been feeling 10 times great yeah it's a big change because you know when you are really close and you're hella hella cool with people, and, like, you, you hold your friends on a pedestal like how servants will hold to their king. You know, you value your friends heavier than a lot of other people, but then that when you start realizing what do your friends really do, then it's like, damn, like, it's not really worth holding them up that high. So then you bring them down, and you focus, you put that focus back into your work type shit. Yeah, that shit. Like,
0: I was reading this article about that, like, how words are spells. Like, I... I knew about it, but when you told me that, it made me want to fucking research it just for the interview and shit. And I found an article mm-hmm. that was basically like alluding to it being like, I don't know, like words. It's, there's like a spiritual side to like words or like even like movies in a sense, too. Like I remember my aunt, she was telling me that she don't even watch scary movies, bro, because she don't like opening herself up to that type of energy. You know what i'm saying she don't she feels mm-hmm. like basically if she watches a fucking horror movie with like ghosts and demons and shit that it's going basically you open yourself up to experiencing that type of shit you know what i'm saying
1: yeah like you're going in a whole different type of realm when you start seeing and you know opening yourself up up to that type of shit mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and that's crazy because i love scary movies but like you know me too made me think like damn like am i opening myself up to this shit you feel me like Cause I didn't watch some scary movies and got fucking like nightmares after, bro. Like where I couldn't wake up type shit. Like, mm. like there's just one movie I'm gonna recommend for everybody listening. Uh, fuck, what is it called? It's called Um Incantation on Netflix. Yeah, it's a it's like I think it's a Taiwanese movie or some shit like that. That's just so fucking scary, bro.
1: I like, think I seen that. I ain't gonna
0: lie. Did Did you think it was scary or did you think it was like whatever? I maybe uh, just be a bitch, but I thought that movie. Was I don't hard know. For me.
1: It was just like I think I was even barely paying attention because sometimes I like having background noise. So when I was watching it, I probably was barely paying attention on some shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, that
0: movie, yeah, that's a movie I never fucking watch again. And I love horror movies, but that shit, hell no, bro. But uh, anyways. sometimes. Yeah, I remember you um saying like basically you're extremely tapped in with like dreams and like you dream longer sometimes. How did you
1: come across yeah. that? Um, my brother Miguel opened me up to a lot of that. He showed me how to well, told me, and I showed myself how to like really stay in my dream realm longer. And you know, he just really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. Like that's really like like one of my I have a lot of brothers, you feel me? But that's like he's one of the ones like really up there. Like the rest of my other brothers, like they're all. Like they're just all, all of my brothers mean a lot to me. Feel me? Mm-hmm. like every single one of them, all of them, every single one of my brothers that I call my brother, and they mean a whole lot. Loving them deaf. death. Always. Niggas always. De- Cause everybody around me, they always, you feel me? Like they always, they always introduce me to new shit. Same way I introduce them to newer shit. We always are enlightening each other. That's why I love my homies so much. Mm-hmm. Cause we're, we're benefiting off of each other in the, in the best way possible. Always on a positive manner.
0: Okay. Um, in our last conversation, we we spoke about like basically like fear. Basically, how do you go about conquering fear?
1: You, you, you. uh, fear is like you. You shouldn't really fear anything but yourself. I feel so. Like you, you need to look at yourself. Like you're the antagonist and the protagonist. If that makes sense. Cause you know what can really make you and crush you and build you and rise you and make you fall again. Really? You really know everything to you. So it's like fear is only what you allow to scare you. And if you allow things to put fear in your heart, then that's you being weak. That's you being weak in that moment. So if you just look at everything as if it's implicit and you walk past it, that's how you get through fear, treating it as if it's not that, not that big as you make it out to be not being intimidated, holding it down for yourself for me. That's it, how I look at fear. Is that how
0: you personally conquer fear? Yeah, it's how I mm-hmm.
1: handle it. Hell yeah. How
0: long did it take you to realise that?
1: Shit. When I stopped being scared. <laughs> <laughs> when, I was 13, Bruh. when I stopped being scared for it, I just I started realizing how much the brain could do and then that was kinda of scaring me a little bit when you dig too deep. You know when you're like on the wrong side of YouTube, you start digging too deep in on conspiracy videos and, and rabbit holes, yeah. Yeah, bro, it's like you start fearing, like, wow, like, I'm really retaining and understanding all this. Like, my brain is really the strongest thing on me, for real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shit. So, the brain is scary, bruh. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I remember, um... I'm gonna be saying I remember a lot of this fucking interview, bruh. But I remember, uh... You were telling me that, basically, you try to... You want to speak to your listeners through your music... Like, mm. what do you think would be the one of the main messages you try to get
1: across? Love yourself. Love yourself a lot. Don't give up on yourself. Always be, try to be optimistic, even if it's not in you, try to bring that, that energy towards you, because then you could start developing that repetition of, I love me. I love me. Thank you, Kay, for like, speaking upon a situation that affected me and hurt me. And now I'm looking at a situation that's why I look at that war that I won, look at that battle I won. you feel me? like always to reflect on yourself and see how much you've gained from overtopping the pain in your life. So that's my biggest message with through my music is to love yourself and to not give up on yourself because all you have is you, no one's going to walk through those trenches for you and no one's going to fight all your enemies for you. You got to do that shit yourself because then it's self-earned. Yeah. And uh, I
0: was going through like just a deep dive of your music, bro. And, uh, Mm. Do you think it's do you think it's safe to say that you make, like, you know, quite a not all your songs, but you make quite a bit of songs that are, like, heartbreak type of music?
1: I make, like, what I do with my art is, like, I kind of take it from a perspective of a person that's going through it. Kind of mm-hmm. like storytelling, you feel me? I don't have to be going through it to make it, but, like, I put myself, this is what I mean about the brain. I put myself mentally in a position to where I feel this, and then I'll feel it while recording it kind of like mm. tricking my brain to push out this emotion you feel yeah. I me mean? and then when i hear it that's why it's you you hear the genuineness in it because i'm really putting myself in someone's shoes that's going through a loss or going through trying to win someone back or going through and picking between yourself or a relationship or going through and waking up and continuing to keep moving forward You feel know I me mean? or like fighting suicide like i don't endure those endeavors but the people around me that the the people i know that have to deal with those i make this type of shit for them i make this type of shit for the people that do go through those endeavors so that they don't feel alone in it because a lot of my battles in my life i had to go through by myself and the number one thing i wouldn't want somebody to do that listens to me is go through that shit on their own i want to be there for them as much as i can but as i told you before on the call i can hold your hand only so far up the hill you got to walk home by yourself you feel me yeah so As much as I can, you feel me? Real shit.
0: I was I was listening to your songs, bro, and I was like, damn, like this shit making me get in my feelings, bro. Like this some real heartbreak Mm -hmm. shit, bro. I was like, damn, like so when you put yourself in that hope this doesn't come off as like a weird question, but when you put yourself in that state of mind and you sing about like heartbreak type of music, like uh what 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 do you think the girl, like the hypothetical girl, what do you think she looks like that causes that form of heartbreak? Like, can you envision her in your head?
1: I feel I feel like it's a person that maybe like a, like a succubus in a way. Mm. You feel me? Like just draining your energy over and over and over again. But you as the main character, the boy, or whoever, you feel me, the girl, whatever, whoever, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. You're being, you have countless amount of energy. And this sucky bitch is not understanding why you just won't fall. You won't just fall apart. It's an endless battle between the, you know, love and hate. So I feel as if, like, the person that, you know what I'm saying, that sometimes it'll refer to as somebody that's just draining me. But at the same time, I don't care that they drain me because I have enough love in my heart to keep me going. That's because I love myself. Feel me? Yeah. So I feel like when you talk about a subject so much, I feel like some people would just be like, damn, that's hurting. That's hurting. But then it's like, nah, nah, cause you gotta look at your past as accolades. Like, damn, I got through that. Be proud of yourself. Be happy at yourself.
0: Mm. Have, have you been through that uh, sort of heartbreak before?
1: Hell yeah. yeah. How did you get over that's it? That's what, That that's what fuels it for me. I go based off of some of my, my music is really from some of my past experiences. Mm-hmm. some things that i have overcame and i fought um how would i get over it yeah moving on but how so i, I feel like that's that's on.
0: easier said than done though like how it's
1: easier said than done but it's like whatever i tell you it might not work for you you feel me cuz mm-hmm. everybody we all operate different there's some motherfuckers i could get out of a relationship and not even think about the anymore but me yeah. it's just i feel as if like i focused on what my what my goal was and what why i'm supposed to be here and I'm supposed to be here to make music. I'm supposed to be here to help heal the people that listen to me. I'm supposed to be here for those that care.
0: Okay.
1: And that's my true mission, you feel me, is to is to do that. I'm not really too worried about everything else that people try to put in in front of me because that gets in the way of your goal and nothing should really get in the way of your goal. You allow shit to get in the way of your goal, then you're missing out on what you're truly chasing in this life. Wow.
0: And making me think, bruh.
1: No nah, worries. That's what I. That's what I want.
0: So, I want to know what was like a, what was the inspiration behind behind your song Imperfect.
1: Imperfect. Um, shit. Damn, that's that's deep. <laughs> that's a that's a long time. Um, Imperfect basically meaning like. I just felt like when I was. You know, it just ever always in love. I always feel like some things. When people try to say like, the, there's a moment of the shit being perfect. I'd rather have it be imperfect. I wouldn't rather have the typical love that everybody wants. I want some of the things to be a little complicated at times, so then I could really learn you. I can't learn you for always getting along. There has to be some type of moments of fault, some moments of, you know, people fucking up, not fucking up like cheating or messing up, but like, you know, just flaws, like insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Like not really fully the person loving themselves just so so you can really show the person that they're worth your time because sometimes people learn that their self worth through is how other people can show them you feel me and that's when you're in a relationship because I feel like when you're with somebody it's a team effort Yeah. you and I against everything else and people try to solo that and if that's the case you shouldn't even be with somebody if you just look at it like you can just solo the whole thing that's not love bro that's not a relationship that's yeah. not what it's supposed to be
0: in, in that song Like I think I don't That wasn't the first song I heard about you But I think that's like One of my more I really like that song What what was What made you kind of Towards the end of the song Put like a lo-fi effect Lo-fi effect Like onto your voice At the end
1: And like have it slowed and shit Yeah
0: what made you do that
1: Um Do you remember Kinda like Kinda like the Do you mean the If you wait like, That shit Yeah Right there yeah like i think i said if you wait for me to go then you'll cry over and over again like if you're basically waiting for me to leave you're just hurting yourself more Mm -hmm. like instead of just trying to push me away let's embrace each other and let's fix what we got going on because i said if you wait for me to go then you'll cry because you're just wasting your time putting yourself through pain that doesn't have to happen pretty much
0: Mm -hmm. what made you add like that slow effect onto that
1: I've always loved slow chopped and screwed type of type of sound. So when I really started catching my sound and music, I was experimenting a lot, like, especially in the song end, like in the reverse ending, it's like, you know, like, oh, I need and it's like a chant kind of, mm-hmm. but it's like for, at that point in the song, I, I really want people to like to have their eyes closed and really just like thinking You feel me
0: okay. pretty much.
1: Yeah. A lot of these, uh,
0: Next question is just gonna be us just getting into your music, you know what I'm saying? Oh, hell Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I found a song, I don't know if it was you, I think it may have been you, but it's not on your SoundCloud, it's on YouTube. It's uh, do you have a song called uh, too wrong featuring somebody named Kaiser or Kaiser?
1: Yeah, 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 I do, I do, I do.
0: Okay, I had seen, I found because I just looked up when I look, I think I look up K is dead on YouTube and I just fucking scrolled, scrolled, scrolled. And then I found that song. I didn't see it on your soundcloud, so I clicked on it. in the comment section, uh, I think Your Rage commented on it. Do you know how he came across that song?
1: Um, I got a lot of love from Your Rage and some of the people from over there. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Your Rage. You know, that's my dog. Okay. He's got a lot of love at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? Still do get a lot of love. So... You know, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was pretty much how that came about, for real, for real.
0: Okay. So I was wondering, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? Because yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it on your SoundCloud. I was like, where the fuck did this come from?
1: Because I was, a, I was, a, I was a feature on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's certain songs, like I'll post on my own shit that I was originally a feature on, but I posted my own page. But that was just a song you feel me that like me and bro had cooked up, and it was just, it just, you know, he, he fell in love with it. So then we just put it out.
0: Okay. Do you have like? A favorite song that you ever made, like for me, yeah. your shit is like it's either imperfect or troublesome. Those are like my top two from you. Mm. Do you for have me, like a favorite song? Uh,
1: shit, I have a few, but okay, one that one that's really, 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 really something to me is better. Because around the time I made better, I was like, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to a lot. I was watching. I no fuck. I'm so bro. I was reading Angel Sanctuary. It's one of my favorite mangas ever. Like, it's really up there. That was one of the ones I was gatekeeping, but that's one of my ones. Like, <laughs> Angel Sanctuary is really like something that really spoke to me a lot. Okay. And, like, as I was telling you before, I was really feeling as if, like, you know, I was Setsuna in a way because the way how, like, he's so optimistic, he doesn't give up on himself. So, Better was a song that was fueled by that. And as if you listen to it, I mean, shit, the shit makes you feel like you're in heaven. Like, that's just what I view whenever I hear that song. I feel like I'm in heaven when I listen to it.
0: Wow. Do you have, like, a least favorite song, like, a least favorite solo song that you've made?
1: Shit. <laughs> uh, um, no, nah, not really. I love all my shit. I don't really look at any of my songs as, like, damn, a flop or anything. Because, you know, through success, you're going to get a lot of You know, a lot of the songs you probably under was like really underrated. It'll probably be the one that's going to blow up. You never know. Mm -hmm. Feel me? It just takes the audience to find.
0: So is the first song that you've ever made, is that on SoundCloud
1: or? Oh, fuck. I'm glad you asked me about that. So the first song I ever made was called "Stay," And that was on my old uh, producer I used to work with SoundCloud. I, I was thinking about making an archive page and re uploading all my old stuff, but, you know, I'd be busy, so I don't really be having time to do it. But I'm probably going to end up doing it because there's a lot of my older supporters that was like, damn, we going to bring back, um, forgot the name of the song with the ukulele, but a lot of people loved my first EP that I ever made, too. And they've been asking for some of those songs. So, you know, I'm going to probably end up bringing those back eventually. Okay. What was that EP called? Stormville. Oh, damn.
0: So and you said so though all those songs were on a different page or
1: all of my old shit from like twenty seventeen no twenty 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 uh twenty eighteen feel me all them shits is archived on his page and probably deleted by now oh wow yeah. but do
0: you have like but I'm gonna a bring them, them
1: back though oh hell yeah I got everything back up okay. I'm gonna bring them bitches back for show sure, for show
0: sure. why do you think you hesitated on bringing them back
1: um. I was so in love with the shit that I was making. Like I'm just so in love with the new sound that I have and like a lot recently what I've been making, a lot of my newer shit sound like my older shit. Which, you know, sounds kind of weird, but like it sounds like my older shit but improved. Basically it's like back then was the beta, this is the full like this is the full whole version. Okay. Like I was making a song um yesterday or 2 days ago and it sounded like my song, Away From Me. The melody sounded like a song away from Away From Me. So I had saved that version of it. And I was going to remake Away From Me as like a rendition and put it on the archive page. And just start, you know. As, speaking of which, I might release the archive page today. Possibly. Don't hold me to it. Yeah, I was about my to say. I'm know. about to hold you my supporters, to that. Shit, my, bro. my supporters be like, hey, and you, know, you say this, Kate, and you don't do it. It's fuck <laughs> you. And I'd be like, yeah, I know.
0: Do you have like a like a favorite like genre? Not a genre that you make, but just, like, in general? Like, do you have favorite genre that you listen to?
1: I listen to r and B a a lot. Okay.
0: Do you... Do you, like, um... Do you listen to rock music, or no? Or... Oh,
1: hell yeah. Yeah? Okay. I, lo- I grew up on everything, bro. Literally everything. Besides country, though. I don't really fuck country like that. <laughs> Besides that one Lady Antebellum song. That shit hard. <clears throat> it's... I don't
0: know. Country is, like... Like, the only country artist I fuck with is uh, Johnny Cash, for real. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to just shit on country, but it's like, I wonder. It'll be weird, like, in 30 years if, like, everybody likes country music. like,
1: Bro, music is so backwards, bro. Shit that wasn't popular or niggas was hating on is going to be. Like, kind of like how everybody wants to be emo right now. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks that shit's cool. The same niggas I was picking on, the motherfuckers that was dressing different and being different want to dress like that, has studded belts you know, Liberty Spikes or just any type of dark, dark attire. Niggas just want to copy it away because it's popular, not because they actually like it. I don't like shit like that. Man. Shit weird.
0: Like I was talking to the Lord during his interview. We was talking about how, like, bro, back in, like, 2011, if you was black and listen to rock music, niggas looked at you like you. Was niggas was on your ass, especially,
1: bro. Nigga, I was on the bus listening to fucking K pop and niggas was like, yo, what the fuck? My, my, my homies was like, Yo, what are you saying? I was like, nigga, my goodness, nigga, I listen to my shit. Like, I was in the fucking shiny, just just chilling, bruh. Like, <laughs> Hella bruh.
0: That shit. I don't know. I, I guess it's kinda cool now that the stigma changed for like if you melanated and you listen to rock music or you listen to something other than rap, I guess it's cool now. But it's kind of fucked up how it came about, though. Like niggas was getting bullied, being called Satanists for listening but we, to that.
1: But we had to fight that shit, though. And Man. now look at it. Now it's the pinnacle. You feel me?
0: Yeah, real shit. Like it just be making me think. Like damn. Like imagine if artists like Playboy Cardi or fucking Trippy Red or X came out back in that day, bro. Like hell yeah. That shit. I don't know. It's, it's crazy how shit come about. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful. You know, shit happened the way it happened because imagine if. X or whoever came out around that time and just got so much fucking hate. And they said you know, I don't even want to do this shit, bro. We would never have that music in 2020, bro. Like, that shit would be, or it would be way more obscure, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit. I don't know. But if you was one of those people, everybody listen, if you was somebody who was like, you know, bullying niggas who was listening to rock, bro, you're a piece of shit, bro.
1: Fucking corny. Man. Fucking corny. And if you're dressing like how niggas is dressing right now, you're a fucking dick writer and you're sorry as hell. Man. Get your own swag, bro.
0: 'Cause back in the day, niggas looked at it like basically if he was like a fucking delinquent, you were cool type shit. Like if he was like on some yeah, delinquent bro. activity, but now it's like now it's like a new era of like, you know what I'm saying, what's cool now. It's fucking weird, but do you play any instruments?
1: Uh I used to um I used to play guitar a bit a good bit. Okay, how'd you get into that? Um just my love for my love for the sound about the way that acoustic sound. Which is why, like, you hear a lot of acoustic and like, it... I really want to play piano, but back when I was younger, I used to always start things and then quit shit. But mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore.
0: So, do you have like a favorite? Is guitar your favorite instrument to hear or like piano? Do you like really, piano.
1: piano, ukulele, yeah, and guitar too, but piano mainly. I love the piano. I love the way my voice blends with it.
0: Yeah, piano. That shit's beautiful. I'm gonna I'll send you a. There's this song. Oh, it's a classical. You listen to you fuck with classical music, right? Yeah, you do, huh?
1: Oh yeah, of course.
0: There's a song called uh Reverie. I think it's by some somebody named uh Debussy or something like that. Super mm. fucking Why Did you laugh? Debussies <laughs> 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 bro. <laughs> I was no I was thinking to, like fuck, should I just fuck it, I'ma say it. But yeah, that, that's his fucking name, Debussy or uh, Debussy. Word. That shit, the bussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it, it's a fucking dope song. It's called Reverie. I'm gonna send you a link to that. But now the piano, bro. That shit's fucking amazing. Like I love the piano or, uh, and violin. I wanna learn how to play violin. Is there? Oh, any... word. Me too. Is there any other instrument you wanna learn how to play? Like if you could.
1: Uh, probably the violin, the harp. Oh, the harp. Oh man, harp is beautiful. Violin, and harp. I really wanna have some harp and violin orgus, you know shit in my music mm-hmm. that's what I'm aiming for this year I'm really you know have my producer homies tap in hey bro I don't know if you gotta learn it or you gotta draw a kit for that but we need to learn that violin <laughs> game
0: yeah, No, oh, that shit. shit I don't know I love classical music cause it's like there's no words bro it's just literally the fucking no
1: words that's what I was just about to say it's no words but it's just straight
0: beauty man like you ain't gotta worry about nobody you know saying no negative shit in a song like are putting mm-hmm. no underlying negative type fucking frequency in the music. It's just straight. Just, I don't straight know. sound. Yeah, it's fucking amazing, man.
1: You ever heard the Kingdom Hearts loading screen? The ding, 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 ding. That shit's beautiful, <laughs> bro. That's you just, you just vibing out. That shit made me cry. Every time I hear it, it makes me cry, bro. Really? Yeah, bro. It'd be some sounds where it's just no words. It just makes you cry. It makes you think. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Dude, so. Were you big into Kingdom Hearts, like as a kid, or
1: hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah, on the on the Game Boy, on the PS2, all that shit. <laughs> I still have my disc and everything, bro. Like, it'd be a lot of niggas that's jacking, you know, Square Enix games that never played a single one.
0: Man, weirdos. A hey, Square Enix is like, I don't know. It's like they're, I don't know, bro. It's like they're not. I don't know how to explain. Like, they make a lot of games for Sony, but they're still like kind of independent in a sense you know what I'm saying they own the rights they to a ain't. lot of their games like hell yeah but they're still fucking huge like I don't know they're fucking super inspirational to anybody in like the gaming world and shit
1: it's when you you know you have something different and labels is gonna come and get it you know this, you know, developers are gonna try to come reach out mm-hmm. that's distributors shit. are gonna be like hey man you got something that's when you make them work towards coming to you not nah, you working towards coming to them Yeah, that's great. we was talking about that
0: bro in the last conversation too yeah we was what the <clears> fuck? <throat> nah, but, uh... I don't know. I can never really... I don't know. Like, I, I was one of... Like, for Kingdom Hearts, like, I can never get into playing it, but I like seeing people... Like, I like to watch people playing it type shit. Yeah. Like, I can never really... I don't know, As a kid, I, it was hard for me to understand certain video
1: games, like, type shit. But I mm-hmm. like to
0: see people fucking playing it. I used to get that in a Final Fantasy mixed up, bro. Yeah,
1: because a lot of, like... I, see, the, my thing about Final Fantasy is that the characters are so fucking beautiful. Like, whoever can make something like that, like that is amazing as fuck that you can make something look so goddamn realistic, but then just so genuinely just beautiful at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. I just fall in love. Like they're not even anime characters, nigga. They're just, they just look like humanoids, beautiful ass humanoids.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The Final Fantasy, it's like a, like an uncanny valley type shit. Like it, it looks real, but then it doesn't type shit just like weird. I don't know, especially the new one. It's like a weird type of, I don't know. I kind of feel weird looking at the characters. Kind of like, I don't don't want to say grosses me out, but that shit. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Or like Avatar has like that uncanny valley type of look too.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: How'd you um? How'd you come about being? Oh no! Before I get into that, will you ever start making like content outside of making music?
1: Like YouTube or like streaming and shit?
0: Yeah, it could be YouTube or like you said, you're in a painting, like just making anything outside of music and like uh, showcasing it.
1: Shit, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know yet. Yeah, That's you sound reluctant. Kind of out myself. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I, if I had music, bro, I don't know where the fuck I'd be right now. I'm going to be so honest.
0: Do you think you'd be in school or you just don't know?
1: Nah. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but it's it's the truth. I don't know. I'm glad I'm here though. So I'm putting my thumb up right now. If we you, you can't see, obviously you can't see. But I'm my thumb <laughs> up right now.
0: So as a kid, did you like? Did you ever? I don't know because sometimes kids like they're like, oh, like I want to be an astronaut or like I want to be a wrestler. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying. I did had, you ever I, have had
1: that? I had dreams like that. I wanted to be um. A WWE nigga. <laughs> I want to be a pop star too. I want to be an ins. I want to be in a boy band, like a, like a pop boy band. Not like no boy. Like what the fuck them shits is? A behavior. I didn't want to be in no shit like that. I want to be <laughs> a pop boy band, like yeah. some some insync shit. That's what I wanted to be in. Hmm.
0: So, if you were, let's say, like. I don't know, 15 years from now type shit. And let's say if like money isn't like a crutch, like you don't have to worry about money and you truly wanted to learn something, what would you go to school for?
1: Nigga, I'm going to WWE. I'm going to get me a match with whoever the Bruh. fuck I'm taking that title, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I said going I'm to school, that. dog. I'm getting that. Fuck that. I'm getting that. <laughs> and you could be 30 fucking something. Logan Paul. That nigga, man, yeah, WWE. Yeah, you feel me? Like, Nigga living, that's a, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Nigga living the dream right now, bro. Like, that is something that, like, damn. Nigga was boxing, now the nigga's a wrestler. Like, damn. And he's in a game? Come on, bro. (laughs) Well, he's in a game? Yeah, he's in the 20s in 22. And he's a part of the official roster, so he's going to be in 23-2 without DLC.
0: Oh, what the fuck? he? Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, because he is a wrestler. Damn. Yep. Hey, I used to think that shit was, like, like really real. Like, the slams and shit, that's real, but... Like, the storyline... All the
1: body-to-body contact is real. Man. Blood, you know, all that shit fake. Well, some of it could be real. Nah, some of the blood do be real. They be getting hit in the mouth and shit. That shit be real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that shit. I used to have, like, this fucking... Uh, like, this cookie monster, like, type of fucking teddy bear-looking thing. I used to be beating the fuck out of that shit, man. Like, <laughs> really slamming that nigga off the bed, jumping... I used to be doing some shit, man. Doing some Me Jeff Hardy shit. My cousins
1: used to just be in the... We used to be in the basement just wrestling and shit. <laughs> yeah, nah, we was, we, was, we was bad, bro. We was just jumping off shit. And I had a little replica titles and everything. We was just really having fun with that shit, real. Oh, I never
0: had those.
1: I had, like, the real, real one. I wanted the real, real one, but, you know, it was a little expensive. But man. I, we had the ones from, like, Toys our wrestling and shit. Shit,
0: that, to me, as a little kid, that shit real, too, though. You know what I'm saying? That like, shit
1: is real. Man. Your imagination makes it, you feel me?
0: Oh, man, that shit. Do you have Do you have like a favorite wrestler?
1: Man, come on, bro! I give you my I give you my top five. Like, like it ain't shit. <laughs> so you got, you got, you got, you got. Let me see. I'm gonna give you my top three. You got John Cena. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Oh yeah. You got. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> He's <said, "Hold> <laughs> a. Um, you got. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. You got like. Edge. Oh, I used yep. to hate. I used to hate Edge. Randy Orton. Uh and and Goldberg. Okay. I man, Goldberg was a force to be fucked way back in the day. I got way <laughs> I got way more favorites, you feel me? But I'm just give you my top five, like. Okay.
0: You kinda I mean, name basically everybody that uh is Jeff Hardy, that's number one for sure. Jeff Hardy. Of course. Uh then it's Randy Orton, then it's Edge. And then there was a moment in time where I liked CM Punk until he had that shit with Jeff Hardy. I didn't like him no more. But it yeah, was. bro,
1: bro. When he got him kicked off, bro, I uh, stopped fucking with CM Punk after that.
0: Man, CM Punk was an asshole too. But
1: that's when that's when they gave him that push to be a douchebag.
0: <laughs> oh God, I, yeah.
1: I'm gonna just put this out here right now, real shit. This mm-hmm. is that saying this. John Cena is the goat. John Cena is one of the greatest wrestlers to ever live. I don't give no fuck about a Roman Reigns. John Cena is one of the best to ever do it. Simply, like you gotta look at the accolades, bro. Sixteen time WWE champion. 16 times. You know how many times you got to like have that title, get that title back, have that title, but then 16 times and it held it for one, held it at one point for a year. And then also, not to mention that this man has the most wins in history. I didn't know. See, you can hold it, you can hold a title for so long, right? You win in all the matches. But you're not really doing much because you're holding a title for a certain amount of time, you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent, you really got to prevail and do something with it. But within those years of him wrestling him, 15 years, however many years, 20 years, whatever it was, he really showed, like, never give up because look how many times he had that championship, getting it back every time, Yeah. being undisputed at one point. Come on.
0: And I it took a lot of slams, too. That's a lot of getting slammed. Took a lot man.
1: of slams, <laughs> took a lot of shit to get to where he at now as the GOAT, no. simply
0: all right i mean my bias i just love jeff hardy even though john cena i feel like john See, cena like also he was just able to just branch out and like be more than just a wrestler the brand too. he became yeah. the
1: brand too like at one point like you know how like at one point it was like you know the rock was the brand Hulk yeah. hogan was the brand stone mm. cold was the brand now john cena is the brand yeah. they trying to make roman reigns the brand but they, they still look at john cena as the brand even now yeah. he's still the brand like Jeff Hardy, see, when he won a WWE championship, that shit made me happiest. I cried.
0: Yeah, I cried when he lost the CMC. Cause I, I
1: never I never thought he was going to get that, that push to ever be WWE champion. I never thought. I thought it was going to be Intercontinental USA and the Tag Team Championships only for him. But he won that WWE championship. I remember when Matt Hardy cost him that loss. That shit pissed me off. <laughs> I'm like, damn. It's like that.
0: Oh, man. It's some of that Jeff Hardy storyline, too. So it was like some of that shit was kind of like real kind like his he was really struggling with like like drug abuse and shit that's
1: that's what the WWE does they involve a little bit of fact a little bit of fiction but a whole lot of fact to make it realistic yeah to an extent yeah shout
0: out to Jeff Hardy man I know he ain't fucking listening but I would love to interview him man he's fucking dope
1: shout out Jeff Hardy for real
0: one of the goats too yeah but let's see Jeff Hardy Edge Randy Orton uh you remember the Boogeyman
1: do you remember him the boogie was funny as fuck. <laughs> it was spooky.
0: He <laughs> used to be spitting worms in people's mouth.
1: Oh, Aw man. man. Worms in the niggas' mouth, slamming a clock on his head, That's some nut shit.
0: <laughs> it was him and then it was uh Mr. Kennedy. I fucked with him too. That nigga was hard.
1: Nah, Mr. Kennedy, you feel me? That, that 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 man, you know what I'm saying? He's on that. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Kennedy was cool too at one point. I ain't gonna lie. Oh,
0: and Ray Mysterio, oh man. But Yeah, Rey Mysterio
1: go too I fuck with Ray. And then
0: Greg Khali fucking squeezed his head and all that blood. That nigga, blood. I remember the <laughs> Lord told
1: me that, the Lord told me that nigga thought he died when that happened. <laughs> <this. laughs> that shit was mad funny.
0: Hey, he was getting this shit squeezed like a lemon, man. Oh, man. But I kind of, I kind of want to get into, um,
1: you, how did you come about becoming agnostic? Um. Growing up, Religion was never really something that, like, super, super important to me because I was just so busy in my own life. But I did pray all the time. My mama did tell me about praying and whatnot, you feel me? And I, I paid attention to that. My family's not super religious. We all just be doing our own shit. Mm-hmm. But when I as I got older, I started seeing myself becoming more and more in tune with, like, spirituality more and, you know, just going based off of doing your own thing with the power that you were possessed by being born here by the higher power, you feel me? you make shit happen you feel me and you also just not even i don't even want to do all that because you know how people get when it comes to religious topic. but you know i'm gonna mm-hmm. speak my mind on how i feel i feel like people like to blame god for when bad shit happens as if some of the bad shit that happened wasn't because of what they were doing in their current life mm-hmm. you shouldn't blame the higher power for the mishaps and the misfortune because things is a cause and effect everything things lead into other things you feel me so I feel like blaming God all the time is not something you should do or blaming the devil is not something you should do. You should blame yourself because you are prevalent here. You are doing those things. Take that responsibility, basically. You. Yeah, so taking accountability for what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. You were given free will for a reason. So whatever you do with that is your choice. And whatever consequences you receive from it is your is what happens because it's what you made it.
0: That's real shit. Like I was reading up on like agnostics and basically says like Somebody who's agnostic doesn't deny the fact that God could or could not exist type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, word. just leaves it out there in the open. Like, they wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't or if it does, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it kind of differs from atheism to where atheists, they don't believe in a God at all. Like, they should Can't have just believe in shit. Yeah, it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, no, I curve towards more the side of believing in God. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: It's interesting. Or higher power, if you will. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. Like, me too, I believe in, like, a, you know, a higher power. Like, I believe in the creator, the person who created everybody and everything type shit, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I like to lean towards. But again, anybody who's listening and they don't believe in that, if if that makes you happy, then I'm fucking... I love it, you know what I'm saying?
1: All right, I don't discriminate nor nor what people believe in because, you know, I can't tell you what the, what the fuck with or not what the fuck with, but, hey, if it makes sense to you, it makes sense to you, for me. That's just how I look at it, for real.
0: I'd say the only... Th- I'm probably gonna get... Fuck it, I'm just saying The only thing that kinda I don't fuck with is like I guess like straight up Just like Satanism type shit Like if you Are doing bad shit For a negative power Like you truly do believe in Cause there's some Satanists who They're not even Satanists They're atheists Like they don't believe They just use Satanism as like a As a, a tool cover. Yeah And they're really atheists But I'm talking about the people Who are really doing fucked up shit And they're trying to push Negative energy If you're doing that I can't You know what I'm saying I can't, I can't fuck with that you know what I'm saying? But the
1: thing about like Satanism is just being your own god. Like, there's mm-hmm. different levels of people like being Satanists. You feel me? Like, it's different levels to every type of religion. But like, there's like just the same thing with real emo people and like posers. Like, yeah, real emo people are not gonna sit there and be like, oh, I'm emo. Same thing with people that are Satanists. Not gonna sit there. It's like Satanism is all about being your own god and following your own code type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like with well, all the extra shit that like you know how people be putting as the white the, the devil being this horn demon yeah evil looking Lucifer is a fallen angel Lucifer is not a horned demon yeah where did you get this ideology that he looked like that? See what I'm saying? yeah, like that's why when I was giving you the comparison between guts and Griffith, yeah, so beautiful, so majestic, but so evil, and guts is so damaged so torn, but so good at the same time mm-hmm. like his looks can be deceiving that's all I gotta say with that
0: yeah, yeah that's a real shit. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think, um, the majority of people who are Satanists are really, uh, people who are like Luciferian. And I'm not going to get too deep mm-hmm. into that, but, you know, people who believe in like Lucifer as being good and basically wanting to be their own God type shit. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've, I view it as like, you know, since I believe in the Almighty Creator, person that created everybody and everything, it's like we're God through Him or her, whoever that is, you know what I'm saying? Through it. That's how we are. God, but only through them. You know what I'm saying? Not making our own selves our own God, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, but you know, but I'm going to skip past that because, you know, that may open up a whole other can of worms. But, uh, what, what's it like when you were working with, uh, working with Delore?
1: Um, very fun. It's always a pleasure for me. It's always very, um, very interesting when we make the stuff that we do because I love the contrast we have. Like, he do the rap and shit, and I'm like the, he's like, you know what I'm saying? He's the one slicing through the field and I'm the one providing the fire. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Or we'll switch roles and I'll be the one fighting the field. He'll be the one providing the fire. Like I love when we just have the contrast that we had. Like the chemistry that we got is so crazy. Kind of like what me and my brother Nasty got. Like we just got this. Like when I work with people, when we do the duo shit. It's like I always am compatible with the people I do duo shit with. Like Delore and Nasty for me. Me and my bro, me and my bro Nasir, like, we always just, like, a lot of my duos, like, my duos know who they, like, y'all know who they are, like, y'all know who y'all are, like, Mm y'all know, I don't really gotta say too much, y'all know how we get when it comes to this music shit, okay so, yeah, but it's always a pleasure, though. So, from your perspective, how did you meet Delore? Um, a friend of mine used to, like, post him on the story back then, when everybody used to repost each other, and, like, I was like, damn, who this, I've never seen him before. I just felt I just felt genuine one day, like hella genuine, like super genuine. I was like, I want to show love. So I was just showing love to everybody that they was posting, mainly of only like two people. <laughs> but I had a comment and he had responded back to me. And then after that, you know, it was like a recurrent thing. And then uh, afterwards, he had um, uh, it was a situation that happened. I ain't going to get too deep into that. But then we ended up meeting again. And after that situation, we ended up like talking again, just talking more. And then it was when we, become, that's when we got locked in. It's my brother, my dog.
0: How did you guys come about doing those uh, shows that you guys did in uh, June? Or I think it was man, July.
1: My dog, Lil Poof, man, and the 6A family put that shit together in August. That shit was amazing. And I'm telling you, the first time I hit the stage, niggas wasn't believing me. That was my first time performing. It just came from all them, all them years, singing in my room. Getting turned in my room, you know, just no one, just having basically that like that natural born star talent shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like this, all the Castle Boys, you know, y'all know, y'all know who y'all are too with that. Feel me? Hella love from everybody, you know what I'm saying? From DMAC to just to everybody, just everybody in the Castle Boys, and them niggas know who they are. Okay. Hella love. Poof, poof made that happen. Poof, poof didn't really you have to even pick me, but he did. Cause you know he fuck with what I was making on my sound, and it was me and Dolores first time performing together. And every single show we rocked that bitch every single time. The natural energy. We didn't even practice none of that. It's just natural.
0: Okay, shout out to bro. So, bro, for real. How many uh, did you guys perform like in New York, or did you guys go to other states? We
1: did Albany, New York, Brooklyn, New York, then the New Jersey shit. Yeah, that shit got thrown out. Mm-hmm. Maryland. Shout out Maryland, too. And shout out, like I said, Cocaine. Shout out Willie. Let um, me see what else. Then we had Maine, Mass, and Connecticut. And shout out DMAC for the Connecticut shit, too.
0: Okay. Can you describe to people like what it was like on your first show? Like were you, you weren't scared at all because you said you... Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? I
1: was ready. Okay. I just wish that I wasn't. My voice wasn't so fucked up from me being sick in June. Because mm. then I would have been able to really show out. But, you know, people still fuck with it. Regardless, I made it work. I endured. It was fun. I love the stage. What's your favorite part about performing on stage? People's energy. Feeling it. Feeling feeling, feeling the people smiling at you. Feeling the people getting involved with the crowd. Just, 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 just being a part of just the interaction. I hate niggas that perform and they don't move. And they just... You know what I'm saying? They just be afraid to interact. That's the whole point. But They come in there to see you. They come in there to see what you got. Show out. Have fun. feel me? Don't just be scared and shit. That shit. It's not for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Enjoy yourself. So this is a fucking experience of a lifetime.
0: Yeah. What... what? You said basically you're ready to perform on stage because you know, you're basically performing in your room when you're making music. But mm-hmm. what... What do you? What do you? What do you? What would you rather prefer? Like even up pre- when you make music, you're still performing. But would you rather pre- make music or just do shows? I
1: would rather do both. To be honest, I love both of it. I love. I love. I love doing shows and the reactions from people in person, and I love just being in my room making what I make. There be times where I'll record, and I'll make a song, I'll be like, "Damn, I made that <laughs> shit." Where the fuck this nigga? At? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll just be in awe because like it's really some shit like it's some really good music
0: okay how'd you uh,
1: meet Nasty? man man <laughs> I was live one day and this person I used to be an acquaintance with uh, like they were live with me and then Nasty uh, put said something about like uh, had to comment or something we were just listening to people's music in the live and listening to one of his songs I was like no nah, this nigga's hard and that same day me and Nasty made a song together Oh, and ever wow. since that day, that's been my brother ever since. He don't make songs with people like that neither. So shout out, bro. Ever since that day, we was just locked the fuck in. That's my, that's my dog. Do you remember the name of the song? Um, I'm trying to remember. I remember he was like, I just fade away. I just fade away. And I came in on that bitch when I saw the snowball. talking was like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on that bitch going crazy.
0: Have you guys ever? Uh, so you don't remember the name of the song? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Have you guys ever thought of? Because you guys have, you know, quite a bit of songs with each other. Have you guys ever thought of, uh, like, making like a collab album or
1: EP? Yeah. Like, have you guys done that? Yeah. Or? We we have. We were supposed to in 2020, but then you know we just we just be releasing that shit. So, but hey, you never know. This year, man, it's about to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The whole gang finna be up this year. You know, you you can expect a lot out of everybody.
0: Okay. Uh, I kind of want to get out into Nasty. Uh, what. Oh yeah, shout out to Nasty. I want to get into what does O M E stand for? Amaretta's embrace. Okay, how'd you guys come up with that name?
1: Uh, I was on tour, going through like a lot of different stages of like just feeling like feeling myself. You feel me? And I was like, nah. Like we had the we had the one slime shit at first, and then we had. I was just thinking O M E like Amaretta's embrace because you know Amaretta is like not breaking the code. And embracing not breaking the code, which is the embrace part. So never embrace not breaking the code. Being loyal, you feel me? And I made that up and then, you know, me and Dolores, and then my 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 dog Wavy, my dog Nasir. And that's what we got. Like that's and like I was just well, those are the artists right now and then you got like you got like uh, you got like Miguel that like does like graphic design, making mm-hmm. the, the, the the imagery and stuff like that and whatnot yeah okay Had a lot of big shit coming for that soon
0: so that was basically the creation of Me. that's how it started or
1: yep off a of tour I was like damn i gonna make something crazy we gotta have a movement and I was telling the Delore about it and he was like yeah nah I fuck with that and so that's when we started it 13 Me. that's that shit okay so it
0: basically stands for like you said like a code of silence type of thing
1: yeah, like just embracing it, like embracing being, embracing the code. Feel me, just loyalty, basically.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, how did every? Do you remember how everyone joined? Oh, me? Was it all at that tour or?
1: Nah, like the majority of niggas that's in it is like niggas that we know, and like, but one of the homies not here. He live in Cali. Mm-hmm. So it's just based on some internet shit, but like I'll we handpicked the people that like we wanted to be in it and shit, and that's why we got like a, such a small roster of it right now. We might expand maybe later in the future, but right now it's just us. Okay,
0: I want to ask, how did you come about initially being managed by the X page?
1: Um, like, with like like Voodoo?
0: Yeah, Voodoo. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Well, basically, some people get it misconstrued because I don't really talk about that shit. That's really in the past. But Voodoo had offered to manage me, feel me, and at the same time, uh, Don, the homie Don, well, fuck Don, had offered to manage me as well, and so none of that that ever happened. without I asked, like these niggas asked me, because they wanted to help me out, and all it really was just like you know reposting my stuff and mm-hmm. stuff like that and whatnot, and so that's really how mm-hmm. that came about. It was it wasn't really much to it. Aside from like <clears throat> voodoo had got my stuff posted by this one uh page, like one of the Spirits Theory pages. I and mean, he got them to play broken, like on their story and shout it out on some cool shit. That was lit. But as far as managing, it was really just reposting and so It really wasn't like anything like Okay. I'm still grateful for it, you feel know I me? Mean? But yeah, it wasn't you know. Okay. Yeah, managing
0: the artist, man, it's like I don't know, know, because I had, you know, that conversation with the lore and I don't know, it's just I don't know. I, I don't know, cause I come from like managing like esports and shit like that, and managing Yeah, I'm you Tell me about that. It's completely different. You know what I'm saying? And When I step into that, I want to have like, the necessary like funds and connection to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to mm-hmm. say I'm managing the artist, and all I can do for him is like you said, like repost or connect them to another Reposting. artist. You know? Yeah. Like I rather, I want to put money into it. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, but
1: exactly. It's a lot that. when it comes
0: to like managing the artist and shit, you feel me? Mhm. Uh, did you ever get to speak to X?
1: Yeah, that was that was that was my dog. How did that, that come was about? Was it through
0: the fan page or?
1: Um, one of my homegirls knew him on uh, on Tumblr and had seen me like reblogging a few things and was like, Yo, like, you wanna talk to Bro? And I was like, Yeah, so then gave me his number and I had called him and when I had called him, we had talked for like 21 minutes and 30 seconds, but he was like kind of tired when it had happened. You know what I'm saying? So but mm-hmm. we were still talking though. And basically we were just really relating through that. Like I didn't really think like, you know, we would never really think only 21 minutes cause so much could be said, but like we was just really close at that point and mm-hmm. we was just talking a lot. And, um, yeah. Like we, before I hung up, he was like, hey, yo bro, text me. And I was like, all right. Well, he's like, all right. I love you, brother. I was like, I love you too. And I was like, good night. And then, you know, I hung up. And then after that, we would like stay in touch a little bit after that, after a while. Not like, like a little bit as like too small, like we would talk still, but like, you know what I'm saying? Talk, I feel play you. GTA with the nigga. I remember when bro, we was playing GTA. I had my Zentorno, my Chrome blue Zentorno. Bro, I got in my car. He was running away from everybody in the server. <laughs> and Nigga would jump the fuck out and got knocked out by a car and fucking died. And I was like, Yo, bro, what's up with this nigga? Like, why you just do that? Like, we just I texted him, I was like, Yo, bro, you good? He's like, nah, nigga, that shit hurt it. I was like, nah, that shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> nah, that shit it was good times though, bro It was hella good times.
0: Yeah, I remember um you telling me that you know, when X had passed away, you were like trying to help people basically cope with their emotions and stuff like that through, like, the fan page, I think you were telling me. Yeah, the
1: fan page I used to go live on, yeah.
0: Could you, Uh, that was... How could you describe, like, those emotions to everybody listening, everybody that was in, like, those lives, like, talking to you?
1: It was, it was genuine. It was always genuine from those people. It was always love. It was always support, because I was really there for them when they needed somebody, and... I don't, I never took it as like a way to gain clout cause you're not supposed to do that through somebody's passing. Yeah. You're supposed to keep the message and keep their name alive and that's what I did. You know, letting them know stories I had with bro or stories that I, you know, I know what happened with bro. People wanted clarity with certain situations. I gave them clarity on certain situations. You feel me just doing yeah. my part. And yeah, like, yeah, it's just, it just helped a lot. And I grew up with a lot of people too, like Grew close to a lot of people through that too, as well as like a lot of friends I still have now to this day and listeners I have, like, and now to this day because I really did help people a lot and expected nothing in return because that's not why I did it. I did it just to help, I didn't do it to gain.
0: Yeah, man. RIP
1: to X, no, nah, long live, bro. Real shit. forever, mean- forever, job ja. Forever Ja, I don't ever say long live. I don't know why I just said it, but I always say forever Ja, real shit.
0: When we talked Wednesday, you were like super excited for uh, your song that you're releasing, which is Wicked. You released it. Yeah. Uh, so far, do you like the reception that that song is getting, like the commenters and stuff?
1: All the DMs I've gotten back from it is this shit has been on my repeat shit for like the past few hours. <laughs> I, told you, I told you it was going to have that effect. It was going to be a repeat value to it. And i'm very happy about it because now it's like what's next you feel me and i think for the next drop i'm gonna do something real special i have to really just figure it out okay but i'm, uh, I'm just gonna come down to it's gonna be some different shit
0: yeah that's how i felt about uh your song imperfect last night bro i had that shit on repeat mm. <clears throat> hell yeah That shit hard so beautiful fucking song i remember uh you were telling me that you want to, like, basically capture listeners with your music. When you first started mm-hmm. making music, was that always, like, the plan, or did you just want to have fun? Or- Hell
1: yeah. Hell yeah. It was always to gravitate towards people who need somebody to talk to, or, like, they need a voice, a reason, or somebody to keep them grounded. I never wanted to do it for money. I never wanted to do it for anything, like, anything that had to do with objects, you feel me, or anything, like, physical. I always wanted to involve. The love in it, because that's the genuine part from it. Like I told you before, through success, you gain all the money, you gain all this other shit, but you feel me? It's all about helping. It's all about relating. That's what I did for music. I relate to music. I, I gain help from music. Find love through music. Feel me? So yeah,
0: it's inspirational. Real shit you kind of uh, vaguely spoke upon this on Wednesday. Uh, I think you were telling me that basically you're kind of somewhat working with like new management or whatever the case may be. Is there anything you can say about that on the record or no?
1: I could just say this. There's no, this is my year. This is the the team's year. This is the whole, all my brothers about to be up, all of us about to be up, and niggas going to know who you are in a positive aspect.
0: Okay, that's all we're going to leave to that then. (laughs)
1: That's all I'm going to give it at that.
0: Okay. I remember, uh, also remember you telling me that basically you want to be like more solo in terms of like making your own beach and be like self engineered, you know, for ownership and mm. shit like that, you know? Hell yeah. Do you have any advice for people who may ask why, like, you want to do that?
1: Um, that's because I miss making music from my my, my brain. Like, I could make a sound and go do-do-do-do-do and have my producer put it together and then, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. I miss being able to do that. That's what a lot of my earlier work was. And then now it's just basically shit that I find. I basically put words to it, which just still works. That's still something that comes from mine. But just going back to the real original, 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 origin of what I was doing. At one point in time, I would love to go back to that.
0: Okay. When you, when you did like that little do-do-do-do-do, that reminded yeah. me of... Uh... I've seen a video, I think it was Michael Jackson. He would like, there's a lot of other people who do this too. Like they would basically make the beat first through their mouth and mm-hmm. then make it like on a computer. That's what shit. I would like, do.
1: That's what I would, that's what I would do with my old producer that I used to fuck with.
0: Yes. I don't know that. I don't know. You, you make sense though. like, that's like, is literally coming from you. Like everything is coming from you. Like you can put as much as your energy into it. You know what I'm saying? Super deep.
1: Yeah, for real. Has your stamp on it.
0: Yeah. That's like i feel like that's like almost the equivalent to like when a producer makes a beat and they put they tag i feel like that's almost mm-hmm. like that kind of in a, in a way uh would you ever sign to like a mainstream label in the future yeah yeah
1: but if the deal is right probably mm-hmm. like distribution or like you know a song okay. shit like that but never
0: like one of those full-on like deals to where like because you know I feel
1: like you gotta have some type of like, like some type of influence behind you. Like I'm talking about, like, like you gotta be on fire. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying a million views every fucking shit within a certain amount of time. Like you gotta have some type of some something where you can make that back. Because a lot of people just be signing and then they go broke because they can't make it back, and then they want to be mad at the label. And it's not the label's fault; it's your fault. You don't have the energy to be producing that. Mm-hmm.
0: That shit. I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know, a lot of people get shelved, too. Like... hmm A lot of, like, artists. Like, I think um, one artist that I really, really fucked with, bro, and he just been super fucking quiet lately, was uh, Mario Judah, bro. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what the... Like, <clears throat> man, to me, I really liked his fucking music, personally. But then he kind of just went silent for a little bit. Just disappeared. Yeah. And I feel like that, he kind of... So That's why again, you kind of got to... Like, we were saying, you kind of got to watch what you say type shit, because he kind of... Birth that into existence with the where the fuck is Mario Judah? Now niggas niggas really looking for him now. Like where the fuck this nigga at, man? He's disappeared, man. But are these is like very very last questions? You know what I'm saying? No. Uh, How does Kay feel about the state of the underground scene?
1: Shit dead. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. Fuck. Fuck. This shit dead, bro. It's, everybody want to beef. Everybody want to try to like portray people that they not, and everybody just want to get into it instead of making genuine music. So that shit dead, bro. Or they, or they trying to do sound sounds from other communities that just don't blend with what they're known for. So their supporters start to gravitate away from them, and it's like what happened to all of our originalities. Not so much my peoples, but just everybody else. You know, what I'm in saying? general, yeah. In general, like just just generally speaking, it's mm-hmm. different now. It's not the same how it was a few years ago when it still has some life in it. Now it's like bullshit, niggas doing weird shit, Mm -hmm. killing it, making niggas want to stray away from it. That's why I always tell niggas, fuck trying to be in the underground. Build your own support base. Build your own ecosystem. You feel me? Like, build your own surroundings. Fuck trying to be around in the underground shit. That shit was a dream at one point for niggas. Now that shit is just dead. Damn.
0: Yeah, that, uh, like I'll always interview, you know, underground artists or like gamers, wherever the case may be. But, uh, I mean, we had that conversation too. Like, I didn't really, in the beginning, I didn't know that the underground was like this. And then, and I know, like, I don't know, you don't meet too many genuine people, you know, like I'm talking about like real genuine people to where you have conversations with them outside of interviewing or outside of making music. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, yeah, people yeah. who just show true genuine love, like, for everybody listening, the only artists really that really, like, showed me love, like, true genuine love or, like, advice or whatever the case may be was Dekul cool, Pharoah, Zeos, the Lauren Kay. Like, it, it's, it's different with other artists, and I appreciate other artists giving me, like, you know, an interview, but, like, I don't know, I like to, I guess that's why they say you shouldn't mix, like, business with relationships type shit. Yeah, Cause, bro,
1: because like, it's not good. It's not always going to make sense. It's It's not good for people. Yeah. Because sometimes niggas feel like they're entitled to shit because they your friend.
0: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. Like, I would just... I don't know. I like to... I don't know, because everybody that I want to interview, like... It's for a reason. Like, I want to genuinely interview people. Like, I just don't interview anybody. Like, if I reach out to you, it's because I genuinely like what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I like you as a person from what I know from music, you know? Do you think that there's oh, a shit. way that somebody could come and change this and make it to where shit's more genuine again? Nah.
1: No. It's too far gone, bro. Nigga, everybody doing their own shit and we ain't getting no younger, so.
0: Do you, you... know what I'm saying? So, if it wasn't too far gone, how do you think somebody could change it and make it people more genuine again?
1: Not try to utilize and use other artists for their for their hype. Like, just try to be their own person, be they self, surround their own energy type shit, feel me? Like, I don't know, just be genuine, really. And just be supportive. And do what niggas were used to do when everybody used to repost each other. Like, the Instagram page used to repost each other. As like, you know, feed pics. That was a, also a pleasant time. Everybody used to repost each other and everything was cool. You know, it would help people find other people more and shit. Now everybody just worried. You know what I'm saying? Worried about motherfuckers' egos be getting in the way.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think if somebody were to like, they're in the underground scene and they blow up and they just start showing genuine love to everybody, you think it would rub off on certain people?
1: Or I don't know, bro. Hmm. I don't think so. Damn. Damn, well,
0: at least you gave me an honest opinion. Shit. I don't or know. Shit. It's a lot of talented people in the underground scene, and I want to see people become more like, if not come together, but be more genuine and just show love, bro. Like, love is all we got, man. Like, literally, like, I don't know. Like, there's so much negative energy, like, everywhere. It's like, so you should try to do your part and show love. That's the, you know, philosophy I live by now. Like, instead of contributing to negative shit, like, you should contribute to something positive. Because, you know, when... I don't know, bro. I don't want to get too, you know, emotional. But, like, when niggas die, like, you never know what the fuck gonna happen, bro. So you want to be as positive as possible when you're down here. You feel me? Like and just show genuine love and love people, bro, and... I don't know. Anyways. I if you could change... That, if you could change one thing about the underground scene, what would you change?
1: Mm, I don't even know, bro. Probably niggas just mind their own business. <laughs> Stop worrying about <laughs> other thing, what the fuck they got going on. Damn. Real shit.
0: All right now, this is, uh... One of the last questions before I get into my 33 question segment, uh, where do you see yourself? Well, even though you said the underground scene is basically dead, but where do you see yourself in the underground scene in five years?
1: I see I see myself successful okay, and doing really good. And I see this shit just being whatever the fuck it is. I don't even care about it, to be honest with you. Damn. It, it ain't it ain't no love in this shit. For I was just everybody.
0: about to say, from uh from your responses, it seemed like the love that you have, specifically for the scene, is like withering away in a sense. You know, like it's like
1: because I was never a part of it, like a part of it. I'm an underground artist, yes, but like, cause I you know I'm not signed. Cause once you get signed, you're an industry artist. Yeah, but me, I'm an underground artist. You know, I fuck on my ones, the people I fuck with, but as being a part of underground, I nah have my fair share with that shit that shit weird niggas
0: is odd I respect it alright so this is the very last segment of the podcast for everybody listening there's something called 33 questions where I ask the person I'm interviewing 33 randomized questions and they have to answer it as fast and as truthfully as possible so are you ready K? yeah I'm, I'm with it alright number one if real life was like a Marvel or DC movie would you rather be, would you be a superhero supervillain, or anti-hero
1: I'd be an anti hero. Okay.
0: Least favorite food?
1: Uh shit. Tuna, I don't I don't like tuna, I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> would,
0: would you rather be a table or a chair?
1: I'd be a table.
0: Would you rather take cold showers or hot showers for the rest of your life? Hot showers. What movie would you rather live in? Scream, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or Chucky?
1: Uh Scream.
0: What's one thing that you think makes people makes you stand out compared to other people? My energy. Uno or Monopoly?
1: Uno. What are you wearing? Shit, tank top and uh, some some sweats, some socks. He said some socks. Reebok. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Star Wars or Harry Potter. Star
1: Wars, come on now.
0: Whoa. Fuck. Yeah, Dico Farrell gonna love that answer. I just think I love Star Wars and I love Harry Potter. (laughs) Uh, Goku or Saitama from One Punch Man?
1: Goku. Damn.
0: He gonna love that answer too. Top three Chicago artists? Man. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to be on no drill type shit. Just like genuine, like Uh, just regular artists.
1: Okay. Sosa. Um, Fuck. Damn, this hard um, (laughs) because it's a lot Sosa. Probably young pappy. Okay. And, and, uh, who I think is listening to a lot. Duke the beast. Okay.
0: What's one thing you fear?
1: Failing, giving up on myself.
0: When you die, where do you think you're going?
1: I don't know yet. I'm still trying to figure that out.
0: Would you rather live this life on a loop forever or live multiple lives forever?
1: Multiple lives like I'm the same person or a different person? Different person. A loop.
0: Would you rather everyone show you fake love or real hatred? Real hatred. Mm. what's one thing you think about what's one thing you think people get wrong about you
1: they take they take my confidence for an ego I don't really like that
0: what was the last lie you told mm. that's a deep question you can skip that if you want
1: Oh no, I don't even know for real I ain't gonna lie
0: alright now this one is kind of weird but so shitting or peeing which one would you rather get rid of Man, on oh God, <laughs> this is the same answer, bro. <laughs> would you Would you rather be a mirror or a window?
1: Uh, I'd rather be a mirror. Hmm.
0: All right, though no, this is like two of your songs. Uh, I think it's called "Fracaso" or yeah. "Valhalla." Valhalla. What's worse, envy or fear? Envy. What does K look for in a significant other? Loyalty. What's your favorite color? Black. If you had a pet lizard, what would you name it?
1: Frederick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) would, Would you rather always smile but be sad or always frown but be happy?
1: Always frown, we'll be happy.
0: Guitar or piano? Piano. iPhone or Android? iPhone, come on now. <laughs> rather be trapped in a cornfield or rather be trapped in a forest?
1: Mm. Trapped in a forest.
0: Would you rather be called K or Caesar? K. Half empty or half full?
1: Half full.
0: If you were stranded on an island and I could only choose one thing to watch, what would it be?
1: It'd probably be. Uh, uh, if they had it, I'd probably watch, like, the rest of Gaunt's if they finished it.
0: Okay. Without saying any names, is there someone you trust more than yourself?
1: No. Hmm. Would you rather be a
0: single father forever or be married with no kids?
1: single father so then that my child can have a chance.
0: Yeah shout out to my sister. That was a question from her. That, that was the very, very last fucking question, bro. Um did you like the whole did you like that that segment? There's something new did that was just...
1: cool. That was different. That was different and like I wish it was like like a time on each question. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so it's like ah oh, fuck ah oh, fuck you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it applies more pressure, but I kind of did that for myself. I put myself like it was a timer on it. You feel me?
0: Yeah, that I try shit. to find like thirty three randomized fucking questions, like just random goofy shit, like what would you name a pet lizard type shit.
1: Like, shit nah, that, that shit was don't funny. Think about... I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like who gonna think about some shit like that for me? Yeah.
0: Um, is there anything that you want to say to the people listening? Any upcoming projects?
1: Um, mainly just continue to love yourself. Always continue to just always keep yourself at your best interest always value how you feel never let anybody invalidate your emotions on how you feel and if people don't benefit you then drop them and just focus on yourself because at the end of the day all you have is you you are what's going to get you to your next level and the next step in your life not someone else don't rely on other people to to take you to a different plane when you are the one that has the keys you Feel me well,
0: well, some real shit man.
1: Say. That was shit though.
0: uh this yeah. is a quote from k to end the interview Uh, This is actually something that you said in our last conversation. People that tend to be very egotistical and have a very high view of themselves tend to lose themselves from their own madness. Mm -hmm. That was a quote from Kay from our last conversation. I thought that stood out to me, and I wanted to put that in the the interview. Um, For everybody listening, this is Make Love of Obscure Image Podcast with my
1: boy Kay. Uh, Shout out. Shout out, Make Love, man. Shout out the whole, shout out the whole, this whole shit he got going on. Really tune in and really just... Admire the fact that this man made this shit from the mud and he's really like in his own lane and doing his own thing. So shout out to bro. Shout out to this image. I appreciate that, bro. Shout out
0: to 13, shout out to OME. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all yeah, your brothers. Shout
1: out to the gang, you know what the fuck going on, man. Shout out OME, Shout out 13. Shout out CC. You know the fuck this shit go, bro. Real shit.
0: And uh yeah, man, this interview's been in the works for a very long fucking time, man. Since I did the interview with the lore, uh, this has been in the works. This is the thirteenth fucking episode, which is super cool. Um, oh, yeah. For everybody listening, I interview underground artists, gamers, YouTubers. Uh, I had an inventor on here. I'm about to have another inventor on here. I, can, I ain't gonna spoil it, but I'm gonna have somebody else on here. Uh, yeah, it's your boy Make Love with Obscure Image Podcast with your boy K, and we out. Peace.
1: Later.